everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who are the assassins with me tonight? A smile as wide as the truth, Stuart Hughes. <laughs> uh, Joker Smith here. Let's put a heaven smile on that face. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Emmanuel, <laughs> hi, everybody. Good. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I was not, not expecting that. Oh, and Emmanuel, do you want to give a quick shout out where people might know you from? Uh, people can maybe know me from the Overblood group where most of the people <laughs> that come here are from, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm the guy with a lot of names, Emmanuel Leon Santiago Rodriguez. Or in Spanish, Emmanuel Leon Santiago Rodriguez, for all you Spanish uh, <laughs> listening people. <laughs> There's some. There's, there are some, uh, by the way. Oh, there are? I mean, yeah. besides me, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, there are. You translate your name to Spanish. It's like the one thing that was No. Or as they say in Spain, no. And um, also from uh, my YouTube channel, um, The Mystery Room. You can find it on YouTube.com slash The Mystery Room X or at Twitch.tv slash The Mystery Room. <laughs> And there will be a link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. And also, Kate, because I will forget, I'm just going to plug. We have another pl- a podcast I want to plug for a friend of mine called <laughs> The Next to Nothing Show about not wasting your money in gaming, hosted by Twitch streamers Danny K and Rendish. I might have butchered that. You can catch them on Twitch, and there also will be and they have a podcast, and there will be a link in the show notes. And I think we should get on to the show. I think I should introduce what lovely, peaceful, fun-loving game I, I picked out for this, for this episode tonight. Lovely, very, very lovely. That's not the word that I would use. No, it's not about the game. Is that it wasn't my? I, w- I would, I would use the word weird. <laughs> weird is perfect for this game, but I wanted to be sarcastic. We're playing Killer Seven, the Capcom game made by Grasshopper Man. Made by Grasshopper that came out in two thousand five. That makes fucking no sense at all. Yep, <laughs> Grasshopper manufacturer. I think. Yeah, I didn't want to say manufacturer. It's manufacturer. Grasshopper Manufacturer Inc., I believe. I had, I had picture Inc. too. God damn. Better known as the company that uh, Goichi Sudo, Sudo51, works for and runs. Oh, yeah. Weird dude, that Sudo. Yeah, um, I, I just call him Sudo. I, I, I actually played this back in GameCube, and that's why I picked it because I never finished it. I never got past uh, Act 3 or Mission 3. We'll, talk, we'll get more into that. But I had never gotten past it, so I've always wanted to go back and play this game. And when I picked it for the show, God, I picked it back in like March or March, I think March or April, back when we did Lost Planet when I picked this. And I did not realize what I was picking when I put it on the show. <laughs> I did not realize we were playing another survival horror type game. No, can... no, no, Mike. No, I refuse to call this game a survival horror game. <laughs> well, they call it action adventure rail shooter. I, I say it has some survival horror. Well, it's horror. It has, it has horror elements. We'll say that. <laughs> I would call her more of a trailer instead of horror. Horror. <laughs> I, I, I get a little chill goes down my spine. I can't see him. Going, where is he? Where is he? Let's just call it weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's a weird. It's tactical weird action game. <laughs> instead of oh, uh, what's the what's the Metal Gear Solid one? A uh, tactical espionage action. Oh uh, yeah. Well, tactic, tactical weird action, baby. Weird. That's what we're rolling with. Oh, and before I forget, there will be spoilers for Killer Seven, but that doesn't mean anything because even whatever oh. we say won't make any sense to you and won't hurt the game any. Also, that... there might be a lot of obscene language and some. Uh, this might be a more explicit episode than some of ours because this game. That's all. Oh yeah, hide your kids. Kid. I just want to give a warning because I mean we swear, but this one might be a little more than normal. <laughs> well, I mean, it matches the game. we going rogue, baby. 
This is actually the second uh, Capcom 5 game we've played. The first one was uh, Beautiful Joe. We, I surprised me. I don't think we mentioned that on that episode. No, oh, yeah. we didn't. This was yeah. what it should with the Capcom 5 but it was really the Capcom 4 because one of them never came out. <laughs> yeah, but Dead Phoenix was never never released, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it's no. like Piano 3, uh, Beautiful Joe, Killer 7, and Resident Evil 4. So, Which are <laughs> all great games. Games that are uh, worth playing. Well, PN3 won't be on the show. I can almost guarantee that because I don't want to play that again. Oh, but well, that means it's definitely going to be on the show now. That now oh, you said oh, that, boy. I own it. I played it. I beat it years ago. <laughs> I forgot it existed until I was reading about the Capcom Five. But, uh, so, which one was the, fi- the the fifth one that never released? Dead Phoenix. It was going to be like a 3D shooter. I think it was like it was meant to be like a, like an arena type shooter, and it just never got released. I can't remember who was working on it. Oh man, who was working on it? Uh, I know so little about Dead Phoenix. Yeah, it, Time to do some I, research. I like how I brought up the Capcom Five, and I didn't fucking Google. That's right. Game. I'll talk. I can talk while you're looking it up. Um, one thing I want to ask is, what system did we all play this on? I I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. I played this on PC because they just released a Steam version of this in yep. 2018, which this game works great yep. with a mouse and keyboard. Perfect. Uh, nope. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I'm a goddamn idiot. Oh. I think mean, you're like, who? I don't. I don't Dead use Phoenix? mouse and keyboard. It's part of the Capcom Five. Fucking Capcom made it. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> I wonder who made this. Who <laughs> made this game? Oh god! It's like that's that's such a Metal Gear moment. <laughs> the thing is that that neither Mike or I we catch that and we just let you roll with it. <laughs> We're like, that's, yeah, I didn't who register. Who I was did, like, I was like, who did make that? <laughs> Who's oh, gonna god. make that? That's like a moment straight out of Metal Gear. You find something with like Ocelot's name written on the side of it, and you're like, hmm, who could have dropped this? <laughs> Wait, weren't you saying like last week that uh, Chris does that with Umbrella? Who could yeah, have all the time. Yeah, every time, every single time there's like a computer with an Umbrella logo, and he's like, hmm, who are these computers for? <laughs> this is strange. Yeah. Uh, Wesker? Are you telling me surprised every time. You're from uh, a Resident Evil game? We start calling on you Stuart Redfield? Stuart Redfield. Stuart Redfield. Oh my God! Yes. I prefer, uh, I prefer S. Kennedy. Stuart Kennedy. Ooh. Call me Leon Stewart Kennedy. How about Stuart Chambers? You can be married to Rebecca. Stuart Chambers. I, I take her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take her name. All right. Uh, Look, she's like a should... brilliant doc. She's got a PhD. She's making. She's making bank. Working for the BSAA. She's That's a fine life. Bank. Yeah. And she's not putting herself in danger because she's not in any more of the games, really. So I'll she's like, I'm like, done. Yeah, I'll just be like a trophy husband that's at home, like, worrying all day long. Just like, oh, man, where's Rebecca? I haven't heard from her in two years. <laughs> I sure hope she isn't kidnapped. <laughs> but yeah, I also played it on uh, on the PC. But with a controller, Mike, because I don't play games if I don't have a controller on my <laughs> hands. perfect with the mouse for the aiming, because when I played it ah. back on GameCube, I could never hit hit the little critical spots, but with a mouse, eh, I still missed a lot, but, you know, I hit him sometimes. Yeah. Hitting the, hitting the critical spot is easy once you give uh, Consmith enough power-ups. <laughs> he auto-locks yeah. on those babies, and you're like, boom! Done. Fuck you! Fuck you! Oh, yeah, I heard, I heard that a lot, too. I love, oh, I love Consmith. So many times. Oh, but... <laughs> also played oh, and the, how about uh, you, GameCube. Oh, yeah, played on the GameCube. Got my old... I've got an old GameCube uh, hidden in my... In my closet that I pulled out and set up, and I I still have a, a disc for I've had a disc for Killer Seven. I've never actually like sat down and played through all of it. I played through. I think I played a little bit of a long ass time ago, and I've seen friends play it, and I have it. I just never sat down to like like really give it a go. And 
Boy, did I this time. <laughs> well, I that's, a, that's the glory of this show. We play stuff that we would have never played otherwise. Exactly. Because I would have never, ever, ever played this game. Don't feel bad. I don't think. I mean, I, when I posted about it, asking people, not a, not a lot of people have played this before. I mean, some people knew it, but it's just, it's such a, it's a, well, it's a cult classic type of game now. I mean, I was just happy that it got re-released on something more current, like on PC. Even it's though yeah. it doesn't realize it's on PC, it still ask you to hit GameCube controller buttons. So, but it's definitely uh, does it? Yeah, it had like hit okay. A. I'm like, I have no A button. Sorry. Yeah, that's Wait, but reason no. a lot of like really bad ports do that. Like, there's a ton of games that get ported and they still have like press X to do this, and I'm sitting there with a the keyboard like, what the fuck is X? <laughs> <laughs> F is an X. G is an X. No X wouldn't I, be X. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna play this on on PC. But I, uh, for, nope, I didn't know you still had it for GameCube. Nope, still got my GameCube. I was like, I was going to play it on PC, and I was like, you know what? I have my GameCube. I might as well pull it out and and play this like it was you'll meant to play. You'll need your GameCube in two weeks, so be ready. So, yeah, I saw. Just, <laughs> I, sh- I probably shouldn't have put it away then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not like this game. You're right. This game does have a cult following. It is. I mean, all pseudo games tend to have that like weird following to them. Um, some deserve some. Maybe not so deserved. <laughs> this is probably this is one of the most fucked up ones I think he has that I played. I think that means, yes. in my mind, that means it's definitely deserved. It's like, yeah, this is for those who don't know. This is just such a like a weird, odd, like how how do you introduce somebody to the concept of like a Suda Fifty One game? It's like he's not making games for for everybody. He's making games for a very very slim audience. I mean, yeah. you. You kind of can introduce people to at least no more heroes and tell them, hey, it's just Star Wars, but without yeah. the Force or something, <laughs> you know? Like <laughs> it's wacky. You yeah. use a lightsaber. <laughs> he did like this... um, he did like one of the Fatal Frame games. <laughs> That's kind of like one of the more odd ones. I... Like, the best way I can describe it is, like, he did Lollipop Chainsaw, and that's his most normal game. <laughs> and, you know, that is so true, because I was talking yesterday with my two best buddies, and we were talking about that I was going to be on this episode. And I was like, <laughs> you do know that Lollipop Chainsaw is probably his most normal game, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Lollipop Chainsaw isn't that weird of a game compared <laughs> to what I just played, Killer7. You go play, like, Michigan Report <laughs> from Hell, and then go play Lollipop Chainsaw. And Lollipop <laughs> Chainsaw is downright grounded. Like, that game is like, yeah, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. This is, like, <laughs> I understand this game. <laughs> Like I yeah, played... zombies and disembodied heads, but what? Who who doesn't do that? You know? <laughs> yeah, I played uh, God Shadows of the Dam about a about a year ago or so, and that game is pretty strange too. But not nowhere near like Killer Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's I'll give kind of I'm mean, you kind of how it works. Like this game is a third person, first person action game, depending on what you're doing, and everything feels like the way you move is on a rail. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the more the characters, but like you, you hold down A to run forward. You'll run to an intersection, and then you can go left or right or look at items that they want you to look at. And everything's in third person. And then when you pull out your gun, if you hear a <laughs> and yeah, I didn't do it, <laughs> you pull out your gun and you see Tigger, and then you'll you'll see something coming towards you. It looks like he's wearing stealth camouflage. You have to hit a button to scan him, and then he reveals what it, that it's a heaven smile, what they're called. Yep. And that sounds like it's like a whole process, but you it's, just kind of get used to the idea it, of hitting the yeah. scan every time. It just becomes second nature. Yes. Yeah. Question. How how long did you guys uh you know took took to get used to that? 
Uh, yeah, it, took, it took me a while. It's like um, like when I play. For those who don't know, in Dragon Age Inquisition, there's like a search button that like Ugh. will flash like chests and stuff in the area, and it makes like a little like noise. <laughs> and I got used to that. Like it's the same thing for me, where I'm just I get so used to hitting that button every five seconds that I just start to like. <laughs> yeah, I just start like forgetting that I'm doing it. Yeah, it became like for me, it was a right click on the mouse. So I would just hold spacebar, pull out my gun, right click, and then just start shooting. I would say like the first couple battles I had to keep like reminding myself. And then I was like, yeah, I don't like I might as well have had like a macro button set up. <laughs> it was just, like scan, scan, scan. Where are they? It, the only, I mean, the only it's thing that I did. Yes. Yeah, it is. The only thing that I didn't get used to, because every time that I booted up the frigging game, it was the controlling actually controlling the character and making him move oh God, because yeah. i would go from playing something where i can move the character with the uh left uh joystick <laughs> to just going there and standing like why isn't the controller working oh wait <laughs> i have to press a i have to press a to make him walk like God, uh -huh. it's so confusing it's every single time guys you know <laughs> it like... took me a little while then once i got it i got it it's just such but an it, odd game. It's like when we played we played Lost Planet, and that had like a very odd control scheme. But like even Lost Planet, you get used to it very quickly. This game is just like, yeah, like you have the whole like having to hold down a button to to move forward is so strange. Like even mm -hmm. Resident Evil isn't that odd. No, it was very strange controls. And it take, I mean, I it took me probably most of the first mission before I finally got a hang of what I was doing. I got blown up pretty early on a couple times. I just went into a room and just couldn't shoot anybody and just got blown up real fast and had to go here. I'm the cleaner. It kept reminding yeah, me. I'm oh, the cleaner. Cleaner. I'm not a killer. I'm a cleaner. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> as he plays the cleaner. Guys, like, guys uh, and Smith. Guys and Smith. <laughs> so you, so you went, so I'll, I'll kind of say, start with the story since we kind of introduce how the gameplay is. <laughs> how so are you have, even going to do that? Exactly. Uh, I, I've been no reading up on it, watching it. videos. I, I'm going to do the basic. So you play as Harmon Smith who is not human, by the way, but we'll get into that. What? That's already both <laughs> and, right and wrong. <laughs> Armin Smith is a demigod, pretty, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Kind you of. know, if, if, takes... if we take my my shows into account and my headcanon that I do, my stupid headcanon <laughs> that I do in my shows, I have a, 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 a like a mythological um, old man called Old Man Jenkins, where he... In every single game, he reincarnates into a new character. So in, in the Legend of Zelda, it's the old man that gives you the the sword. In this game, it would be Harmon. He's the jump god. Uh, old man Jenkins is Harmon. So, what's, yeah, makes sense. What's great he about that is that just that just fits into the lore of Killer Seven immediately. Exactly, <laughs> it makes total sense. You know, it kind of does. I mean, he's a demigod who took these people. Who he, he's a guy in a wheelchair with a giant sniper rifle. And you'll see him periodically throughout the game and different things. You only play as him in very few parts for a storyline part storyline reasons. Killer eight. Yeah, I, I did not bother with that. Let's no, not I talk I got about killer that. Eight. Let's not talk about that. We'll mention it like the end is or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is, sounds good. Okay, so you have you have Harmon Smith, and then you have the seven seven yeah seven other Smiths that he can trans seven other personalities that he can transform into. And you don't really understand what's going on. You don't. Under, you just think he has seven personalities. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's presented immediately as like this is normal. This is how this game operates. It's like yep. yeah. nobody questions and it, it. And don't in question the world, it. <laughs> just, uh, just, just roll with it. 
and it's just and that's how that's how this game plays and that's how when you do things you can switch to different to seven different assassins not including the wheelchair guy or who you want to play as each of them has a different weapon one yeah, guy they all have has their different weapon and they're different um like they're different special power in different styles that they play because every every weapon is very different in how it's going to shoot and how you're <laughs> going to your speed you know they and they all have special things they can do like you know they all have special powers they all have some they're better against certain enemies like dan smith one of the kind of like maybe the, the main best guy character and, uh, no, not at all mm, but no, that's <laughs> he has a charge shot charge shot's pretty useful the collateral and i oh. I use them. I I like Con Smith. I use Con yep. Smith all See, really? all the time. I I use Con. Dude, I was about <laughs> I I was like literally about to drop the game. <laughs> it wasn't until I I got Con Smith and I could like upgrade him and all that stuff that I was like, okay, now this is my type of game. <laughs> uh huh. Because you can we're playing with power. You don't need to reload a whole lot. You can just keep unloading in an area to hit, and you'll you'll take out the enemy pretty fast. Yeah, but that's the reloading, the reloading like animation for Dan is so cool. <laughs> it, it is cool. I mean, it I is. love cons. He loads the gun with his with his feet. Come on, and, now. Okay. and it's a very fast reload. So if you're in a very tight spot, you immediately just keep on keep on shooting. Yeah, Dan is more if you're more accurate and yep. more. Because I mean, he's Which good, but I am not. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was, was all not about, at all all about Dan. That's like my my go to for every like. Anytime I could use Dan, I was immediately on Dan. For and those who don't Tom. know, I keep saying that because <laughs> this game you have to explain everything. Yes. But yes. You have yeah, so you have Harmon Smith, Garcian Smith, Dan Smith, Coyote Smith, Kevin Smith, not that Kevin Smith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that ke- this Kevin Smith is an albino. Yeah, he is still silent, but <laughs> he is still silent. Oh still my quiet. god, yes. <laughs> uh Coyote Smith, Con Smith, and Mask to Smith. And they're all Everyone's named Smith, and they're all like, they're all part of the Smith Syndicate. That's not, yeah. So when we say like when we say Dan Smith and Con Smith, don't be confused. Everyone's yeah, named Smith. They all on have like, different, um, like Dan Smith, Irish American. Katie Smith or Katie Smith is Japanese American, I guess. Uh, the Kevin, not the Kevin. This Kevin Smith is a white, a white British albino. It says, and then Coyote Smith is, I might butcher this word, Mezzo Puerto Rican. It says. Oh really. Yeah, that's, that's what main reason why I started reading this. I wanted to say that. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. I did then, not. I did not know did, that. <laughs> I didn't know that Con Smith is supposed to be a young Chinese American. I mean, I knew he was younger because he's a he's a little guy with, with yeah. he's blind too. Yeah, he's got his face covered too. He I thought like that he, I, I thought that he was also Latino, like Coyote. I didn't know Coyote was Puerto Rican, so I should have been using him. <laughs> I didn't know he was Puerto Rican. I thought he was just South American. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the but game, I, they just they just say that the the Latino they they never say like. Yeah, this is I'm reading from the wiki. This, this stuff is yeah, okay. in the game somewhere. But I mean, this game doesn't. I mean, it gives you story, but all the story is told from guys that. Talk, <laughs> that's how they sound in the game. Um, yeah. It doesn't make it. You can't because they're all dead. All the people Dude. that talk to you are mostly are dead. That's not a joke. They're like they are, they are literally purposely dead. distorted. Like they're they sound legitimately like. It's almost like Twin Peaks language, but even Twin Peaks, you can kind of understand it without the subtitles. This is like they recorded it, played it backwards, recorded <laughs> that, played that backwards, and then like refilters <laughs> over top of it. You have to read the subtitles, and like the guy who gives you all the hit, one of the two people that get there's two people that give you hints throughout this game. One guy looks like he's something out of Pulp Fiction gimp suit or something. Oh, uh, 
Iwasaru. 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 Full name Vincel Dill Boris the Seventh. No. Iwasaru Scoff. No, just Iwasaru. He wears yes. a red suit. I don't know he, how you know that, but his <laughs> eyes are so are, oh, so, are so shut. He looks like something out of a bondage thing. Oh, and he and he talks to you all the time. He gives you items and one the levels and <laughs> strangest. He shows up to let you know Master. that you're in a tight spot. We're in a spot. tight spot. We're yeah. in a really tight spot. Every <laughs> single time he talks to you, like without fail, every one of his lines begins with some variation of "This is a tight spot." Oh yeah. boy, this is and I know tight spots. It's like God, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't listen. I didn't read anything he said because every time he started talking, I would look at my guide to see what to do next. I would just ignore. I would use that as <laughs> he's your guide. <laughs> uh, not, he, my guide was better. Probably. I mean, they all you wrote every, a guide, or you found a guide. I found a guide. I I was okay. reading a guide. Yeah, every like all the they're all like psyches. You find out they're all like they're all like people who have been killed by Harmon who are helping you. Well, oh. for some odd reason. Yeah, for Him some reason. Has a lot more, but I don't want to talk about that yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not spoil that yet. Right. In the game, they don't like explain. Like it's very anything? clear. Yeah, they don't explain anything. But <laughs> exactly, you always have like like Vincel Iwasaru and um, Iwasaru, please. Travis Bell, who's the best character ever. Like, like sexual, Travis. sexual pillow talk. Travis <laughs> is the first Bad guy. Girl. Killer Bad seven girl. kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He wears different shirts throughout the game that say dumb shit like we're saying. Not shirts. Say. Not shirts, Mike. Black, skin-tight tank tops. Yep. <laughs> With yep. neon pink writing on them. Let's say power lunch. <laughs> and it actually has hints on some of them. They'll say you what locker you need to shoot at one point. Like, there's some interesting... Yeah. This game does some <laughs> strange shit. It's an odd little, like... It's an odd little, like, Easter egg that is used in the game. Like, he'll have weird text written on shirt and then every now and then it'll just be a number and it's like oh i better write that number down like suddenly the numbers become really important oh this game loves its puzzles i didn't write shit because i just i just Red used the guide, guide. <laughs> i well i i don't want to say it's a guide guy because i oh, what i did was just i had the uh killer seven super replay <laughs> while i was playing killer seven i was like i'm gonna give these guys some views while i play the game <laughs> I was also watching it too because I was like, "How the hell are they doing some of this stuff?" Yeah, I mean, I would not have figured out a lot of these puzzles if I wasn't using a guide. Well, partly because I just get irritated, but it likes to go back and forth between very easy puzzles that are like, "Oh, press the numbers in this order: one, two, three, four, five. It's like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, that's simple," and then it'll be like, just incredibly complicated like you're when you're in the school later in the game it's like just you're getting numbers left and right and you have to keep backtracking to different areas it's like yeah that, it's gonna keep going back and forth between easy and the most complicated shit yep it's it's such a such a strange game it's no sense for a long time <laughs> oh we haven't also we should introduce the villains that you fight in this game are called the heaven smiles which are terrorists <laughs> not the heaven are... smiles the heavens just heaven, heaven smile, smile. Yeah. yep That'd make more sense in my way, but you know, uh, <laughs> it would make more sense. But that's I not would. why <laughs> it's it's Killer Seven. It <laughs> and they're infected with the Heaven Smile virus, which makes it that one of their organs can blow up on on command. Yeah, they're transformed into like demonic walking bombs. Except yeah. nobody else can see them the way you see them. You see mm. them as monsters, 
everyone else sees him as regular human. That's like there's a scene early on where the guy's like, help me. And he's like, I don't need help anymore. And he turns around and you shoot him in the face. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the Dan Smith scene. Yeah. I like how and he's they're... fucked. They're breeding. There's <laughs> yeah. more than 14. Yeah, he Metal kills gear. two. He kills two of them. And he's like, there's definitely more than 14 in this building. And it's like, you've killed two. How do you know that, Dan? Uh, you know, this game always knows more than you do. Like, it's yes. Constantly characters are knowing things that you cannot possibly understand. And <laughs> to the, the point, whole... <laughs> to the point that even when the game ends, you're like, what the fuck? What the hell just Wait, happened? I, yeah. I got up after the credits rolled and after I did the epilogue and all that, and then I came back to shut off my computer before I went to work, and there was I had to go and hit buttons. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, the game, after everything rolls, there's another scene. Yeah. So, there's, like, we'll in, in, there's like oh, credits. Oh, I know what that is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what are you, oh, what are you going with I this? I do want to oh, say yeah. <laughs> is you are, you are an assassin who works for the American government or Japanese government? No, you're the just, American government. You're just, yeah, okay. you just work for the Smith syndicate and it's like we're doing a job for the Americans but we're in Japan right now question mark I don't know mm, no we're in America you see yeah, the map you're of... in America Japan yeah, is near the end most yeah. of it's in America because but like it... I, your trailer house is I think Seattle around, yeah, Seattle. around that area yeah because whenever you leave an area the game will pull out and it will show like everything is little squares and it'll show tra uh, Gar uh, Garcia's trailer house and then it'll show Seattle and then it will travel wherever you go within the country and so uh, you yeah you work for you're working for like the american government slash the united nations it's kind of confusing as like how the power dynamic works here because first of all suda <laughs> goichi suda bless his heart does not understand how american politics works <laughs> where there's like we don't have like a <laughs> in in his game we don't have like a department of education we have the education ministry and the prime minister of education is in charge. It's like, okay, you tried. I think that he just confused uh, the American education system with the Harry Potter education <laughs> system <laughs> or something. Well, I was trying to think. I was like, do they? Ministry I, of Magic. I don't know if they have ministries in Japan. I don't know how to I, I, I wouldn't even know how to tell you if that's real or not. It's just like it, like ministry shows up in so much like anime and stuff where it's like oh we're going to this ministry and it's like is that a thing is that what you, is that what you call that in Japan it the Ministry so of Affairs everything and, and also like votes the way like voting works in America because voting comes up a lot and it's like oh the, yeah uh, it's the Liberal Party versus the Republic Party not the Republican the Republic Party and like only people in charge get a vote and they have to all go to Georgia to vote. Oh yeah. I didn't catch that. Well, I didn't read most of the stuff that was being said in this game. I kind of just kept it's shooting. Like, it's like a setup for one of the missions where it's like, um, it's like the last mission. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I do like, remember everyone's going to Georgia where they'll have control of the vote. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Sense to me. So I was like, am I missing something? But maybe yeah. I guess I wasn't. You know, oh, like in, in 2020, just, when we vote for president, how everyone has to individually take a flight out to Georgia and go to the school <laughs> to vote in the ballot boxes. In the one school? <laughs> a yeah, million people? The, the one elementary school that's like the size of the Pentagon. <laughs> we're all going to go there and we're all going to cast our ballots and it's not going to matter. Exactly, because, because it's controlled by... Because it's, because it's because it takes place in a school. It's controlled by the education ministry. <laughs> It is uh, the strangest 
game that you know is... i never want to hear anyone ever again complain that kingdom hearts or metal gear solid are complicated oh, yeah this is like this like, is like metal gear on crack like even metal gear you're like metal gear, metal gear is a baby right next to this <laughs> shit there are very few games that i can play where i i can regularly say like even metal gear makes more sense than this this is definitely one of them we're like i'm like yeah, like Solidus Snake became president, but like that makes more sense than the than Department this, of yes. the <laughs> Department of Education Ministry controlling the vote because people vote in an elementary school. <laughs> it's it's, it's very interesting that we can like our brain does oh yeah, heaven smile, a demon or whatever. That's <laughs> yeah. that's normal. But voting and <laughs> ministry, <laughs> what? What the hell is this? You got a <laughs> you very good like, point. That's like funny. all the trash in the world is taken to an island via one gigantic bridge, and now that's like not important until the, like the end of the game. Again. Bear, no, not the end. The epilogue of the game. The epilogue, yeah, that doesn't come up, and it, it only comes up as like the location as to where the epilogue happens. It yeah. doesn't actually make sense within the story. It's just like, hey, we're gonna talk about this island, and then the epilogue of the game is like it just happens to take place on the island. Nothing. <laughs> there is nothing in this game that makes sense. I mean, to, to get to the island, <laughs> to get to the islands, you have to take a bridge that's like, it's like the size of like if we built a bridge from California to Hawaii. <laughs> like, it's that long, and all the trash is shipped out there, is what they say, and it's like an energy refinement plant or something, and all the it energy is. in the world comes from there or something. It's, it's like very... the, the things that we question in this game have nothing to do with like the assassin. It's all about oh. the freaking garbage and voting. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, man. That's uh, all normal shit. We've seen that a billion times. <laughs> what does have to do with the story in this game? Because half this game feels like it has nothing to do with the well, rest of the game. Uh, yeah, the story is that you're you're being sent to kill people because you're an assassin, and that for the most part, the world is in peace now because they took all the rockets, shot them in space, and blew them up with other rockets. Yeah, the world is at peace, so but Superman you 4, are an assassin, okay. and everyone's trying yeah. to kill you. Yes, because you're only the assassins are able to find. I think, or only you are actually able to know who's the heaven smile because other people can't tell. All they see is a normal guy until he smiles and blows himself up. Well, the guy who like your handler, I can't think of his name. The guy like who's talking to you in the beginning, uh, Christopher like, Mills. Yeah, Christopher Mills. Like he clearly knows something's up. Like he clearly has. Hey, like he worked for what the was he UN or like FBI? Because the FBI was also involved. Uh, the Sons of Liberty, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, the Sons of Liberty. Let's just call them the Sons of Liberty. Christopher Mill and the Sons of Liberty, like, clearly know that the Heaven Smiles exist. And there's, like, mm -hmm. a weird thing where the Heaven Smile were, like, introduced at the UN, and it was, like, a big suicide bombing. And so, like, clearly people know about this, but then it also plays it off as, like, nobody knows about Heaven Smile. Nobody knows the truth. And it's like, what, do they or don't they? Because if there was a bomb at the UN, I'm pretty sure everyone would know. Like, think about, like, like Captain America Winter Soldier. Fucking Bucky killed, like, one guy at the UN. Everybody in the world had his face on their phone. <laughs> Heaven Smile blows up the UN, and everyone's like, who could have done this? <laughs> Umbrella. Umbrella. <Hey>. Chris? <laughs> That'd okay. be great. And then... And your first mission that we talked a little bit about where you have the 14 and their breeding thing mm. um, is you're going up through this building when, and the game kind of teaches you how it works. And this is where I mean, and I remember seeing this boss when you get to the first boss fight, I was like, what the fuck? The first <laughs> boss fight is a girl 
it looks an like in a maid girl. outfit, I think. An, an angel girl, girl I... something, yeah. something. It's an a girl, girl in a, like, a maid cafe outfit with angel wings. And you have to shoot her wings with uh, the guy in the wheelchair with a giant sniper rifle until all her wings blow off, and then she starts actually fighting you or something. It was just a strange thing. I'm like, she doesn't, it doesn't fit here. Like, it's the queen, and it's just, looks like a teenage girl in a maid outfit. But yeah, I, um, I love the opening of this game. Uh, like, beat for beat, I think it's amazing. Like, where you, like, you meet Christopher Mills, he gives you the assignment, and then, like, he's, like, badgering away in your eel, ear. In your eel. He's badgering away in your eel. Um, <laughs> but he's got, like, a weird, like, like, Chicago, like, Weasley accent or something. It's hard to tell, like, or, like, a really weird... It's so hard to place his accent, but he's like, hey, yeah, there's some guys in there. We gotta yep. go take him out. It's like, I don't know what you're going for, but I love it. Um, and there's 14 of them. And you walk into the building, and you walk in as Garcian Smith, and it's like a camera feed looks at you, and you change from Garcian Smith to Dan Smith in some static. And that immediately introduces you to the concept of, like, you can change, like, people. You can change personas. And I'm then trying, I'm trying to remember what the hell the, the full line is, but I love the Garcian Smith line of, and may the devil have mercy. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> that is like the most iconic line from the entire game for me. He's like, um, Lord be with him or something. He's like, yeah, may the devil. Yeah. And then, and, and the, may devil the devil smile, have mercy. It's just like, it's so weird. Everything. I love it. Everything love it. makes no sense in this every, game. Every, it's hard to explain, but like, Imagine a game, like a basic game, and turn everything from like the wall shading up to 11, where it's like everything is cell shaded and like gradient for some reason. Like there's not a single aspect of this game that isn't insanely stylized. I love it. I love that. That, that <laughs> is one of the things that I purely loved of the game. Yeah, to the point that some characters are just like silhouettes with smiles. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, you also come across in that early game that early section, the one heaven smile that has, like, the voice of a child. Do um, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, I think you mentioned it earlier, Mike, where he's like, like, he's like, I need help. I Somebody come help me. Uh, and yes. it's like, oh. it sounds like a little boy. It sounds like, like an eight-year-old boy. And then it turns around and just comes at you. And it's, like, so creepy. Oh, yeah, that's the first heaven smile that... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the very beginning when you're, when yeah. he finds out they're breeding. And like, I don't understand. But. All you know at this point in the game is that you're like you've been sent in this building to kill everybody in it, and you come across this monster that sounds like a little boy, and you're like, okay, what's going on? A little and boy, also, but in the body of a teenager. There's also <laughs> yes, a lot of theories <laughs> that the monsters he's killing aren't monsters, but he sees them as monsters to justify what he's doing. That was one of the theories somebody had about this. I can see that. Oh. That's that they're not really monsters. Hmm. He's just insane because he's killing everybody. I thought they. Building. I thought they were, like, being transformed into monsters after they were being, like, I don't know, like, infected with Heaven Smile that's or something. That's how I saw it, and that's still what, and I, it tends to be what the what the wiki says and what most people say. It was just somebody's theory I was reading before we did this show, where the guy had said he thought it was something where you're actually just going insane. That's, an, Pardon me, that's an interesting theory, though. Because you are, like, the whole game is about having, like, a broken mind, essentially. <laughs> But that doesn't explain yes, the epilogue, though. Nothing well, explains I, I anything. Explain, I can explain really. better part of that, but we'll get there. But we'll get oh. there eventually. Don't worry, people. Just stick around. Okay, <laughs> and then, but you take out that <laughs> angel. Like, you take out the angel by shooting her wings off, and yeah, and you she shoot transforms like yeah, 
Like she starts bleeding out of her eyes and she's got faces on her fucking back. It like it it's so creepy. I love it. I love it so much. I, oh god. I knew you would enjoy this game because when we did Parasite Eve, you're like, I love weird games. I'm like, well, you're in for a treat. <laughs> for a treat. <laughs> we'll play the weirdest game ever made. Literally, well, for me, it's the weirdest game I've ever played. It's, it's up there. It's, it's yeah, gotta be one of the strangest games I've ever I've it's ever It's a Suda fifty one game, it's up there. Oh, like we—I don't know if we mentioned it, but the game has cell shading graphics, which really work with all the with the ultra violence that you have, and the fact that this game doesn't really age; like it still looks good today. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was playing it's, on PC, but yeah, the, well, the Steam great. version looks really, really great with the cell shading and everything. The yeah. only thing that I noticed that wasn't that good was the eyes. If you take a look at their eyes, that's when you notice, like, oh, yeah, this is from a an, a bygone era. <laughs> well, because their <laughs> eyes aren't like. They don't have any depth to them. They're just like, yep. like painted on their faces, and it's that, like, oh, that's that's, that's kind of creepy. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't notice that. I did. Oh, immediately. And we were talking about before we mentioned how different characters have special abilities. The one that always creeped me out and still does is Katie Smith. When you have to, you have to like, you'll find doors that are like when a she hidden... has to do that suicide thing. Of... Yeah, she yeah. slits her wrist and sprays the blood on the wall, and you hear, and you'll hear some kind of like Zelda sound. And then it will reveal what you have to do. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this game, I mean, every character is so unique and weird. And they all have, like, like there's so much, like, weird questions about this game where I don't know how many people in it are actually alive. I don't know how many characters I saw um, are technically alive. One. Christopher Mills? Well, uh, well not, not in the game. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Everyone's dead. Spoilers. Everybody's dead. dead is going to be dead. But Pretty like, much. yeah, you get the sense that like they explain it throughout the. They kind of explain it. They show you images, and you're supposed to piece it together. But um, yeah, like Dan Smith has died like five times or something ridiculous. Like Coyote and Kevin have died a shitload of times. Like I think Master Smith is the only one who's only died like once. He got mm. shot up. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but then, yeah. like, yeah. So it's like, uh, you don't know if, like, Garcian is the only one at this point who's, like, like actually a person, and all the others are just... Because they even call them, like, changed personalities. Um, yeah, or, like, yeah. and Garcian's always carrying the briefcase, and whenever someone dies, he's the one that you'll take over and have to go to the body. He'll be like, I'm, I'm a cleaner. Yeah. Or something like that. And then you'll have to go, he'll grab the head in a bag, in a paper bag, a bloody paper bag, grab their head, <laughs> and you have to tap a button or in my case left mouse and resurrect them mm-hmm. oh it is the strangest fucking yeah. game there's so one like, thing that okay garcian's like in control but it's like i still don't know if he's alive like he's clearly in control of the other personalities he's clearly like the like the handler for everybody yep yeah he i think he's alive well this is also there's also a world where like death doesn't really matter no, no you exactly. Either I mean, you're alive, no. you're dead, or you're a heaven smile, or something in between. Yeah. And if you die as a heaven smile, you turn into like like pixels and you fly away, and you become blood. You become yeah, you become thick blood, blood or thick, thick or thin blood. Thick, yeah, thick or thin blood. Thin blood is healing, and thick blood is like what you like put in upgrades. for your. Oh, and we Which had, I had to look a... up what the hell each blood did because I was like, what the hell do I do with this? Yeah, it's just like, you got blood. It's like, what the fuck? I got blood? There's <laughs> a TV blood. that you, that you, when you, in the safe rooms are usually uh, Samantha, who we haven't mentioned yet, sitting in oh, a chair, boy. 
Sometimes in a maid outfit, sometimes straddling a chair. Who knows? Which is and important. Which is uh, important to like very the important gameplay. distinction. Yes, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna mention it in a second after. But and she's a way that if she's in the maid outfit, you can save and you use a TV yep. to save. You also use the TV to split to switch your personalities. And for some reason, on channel one or whatever the hell it is, that it lets you uh, donate your thick blood into the little guy on the TV as a doctor who will turn on a machine, and that's how you get your serum, which you use to upgrade your abilities, like and power, speed, criticals. Channel eleven. Channel one is Harmon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Channel Which one, you, ne you never that. get to pick unless it's for uh, story. Like yeah. in between each mission, you'll you'll go, you'll be back in the trail house, and you'll hear someone screaming in the background, which creeped me the hell out. <laughs> but you don't find out till later. But and you go inside these rooms, and every time you go in the room after each mission, Samantha, who is this this assistant to Harmon, who's a like a what college girl maybe let's say. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. She's like. I yeah, think college is safer to say. She's a college to student, say. but she's also got some like weird stuff going on. Where it's, well, it's... she comes in different times. You go in there, she's doing different things. I mean, there's one scene she's freaking riding him in a skirt, and she and he's not even conscious. Like Harmon Smith, when you're playing as Garcian, is not there anymore. He's just like a lifeless guy sitting in a wheelchair, and she's sitting there just riding him. And he's like, he and she's like, he likes it rough. And I'm like, what the fuck am I playing? <laughs> that almost done. Uh, a Suda Fifty One game, Mike. You're playing a Suda Fifty One game. That uh, that scene was actually a huge deal when this game came out. Um. Because I'm going, I'm going to mention a name that a lot of people, <laughs> if they remember, they'll be angrily, immediately angry that I mentioned it. But uh, there was this lawyer named Jack Thompson who, if anyone played video games in like the late '90s, early 2000s, you'll probably know him as like that one lawyer that tried to ban every video game because he was yeah. like, he was like oh, the that progenitor. Guy. Yeah, he was like the progenitor of like the video games caused violence and everything. He's the progenitor virus the of progenitor. video games. <laughs> yeah. Now he's just some disbarred. Asshole in Florida <laughs> since he lost his law. <laughs> he lost his ability to practice law after he lied a bunch. Um, wow. But yeah, he was trying to get this game um, a an adults only rating because of that scene. And he was like, it's got sex in it. Blah, blah, blah. And people were like, this is more tame than like any movie. <laughs> like yeah. you could show this in a PG movie and it'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all off screen. You just you just know what's happening. But mm. You don't really see anything. Yeah. And they're like fully clothed. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and that's not and that's not even the. I mean, there's a part where she's trying to feed him soup at one time. There's a part where she's smacking him around, but it was the one with the where she was sleeping with him. And I just kind of was like, okay. Yeah, Ooh. she's like she goes back and forth between being Harmon's like, like when she's wearing her maid outfit. That's when she's in like Harmon's servant mode, where she's like kind of under control of like she Harmon is like under control of her or something. He's got yeah. like some. Like she's she's like mesmerized or something something. When she's wearing her normal clothes, that's her like in actual Samantha mode where she's like free and usually she's like fucking with Harmon to get back at him. So literally sometimes too. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes literally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens going on? <laughs> she disappears at one point near well, the end of the game. Uh that's a very good question, Mega Man. She okay. um yeah, so each level is set up as targets in this game and yeah before oh god uh the targets like <laughs> they aren't in like chronological order <laughs> everything is all oh, over the place oh wait what timeline wise um i didn't know that well yeah. it's like some parts of the game are flashbacks uh it doesn't tell you that they're flashbacks but like like there's a big sequence towards the end that's all black and white yeah. that's all one big flashback um are you talking about the hotel 
The hotel is all a flashback. Yeah, that that much I I understood, but but yeah, some parts of this game are oh god, um, like Target Five. It's hard to tell because like I can't say for certain when stuff takes place. Some stuff takes place for sure in order, and then sometimes you're like, when did this happen? With this, like we're going into a cutscene. Is this cutscene now? Like whenever it goes to Harmon and uh, and Kunlan, who we haven't brought up at all yet. Oh yeah, but when it surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. When it goes to the two of them, it's like that's that's either happening now or that's happening like over the course of several decades. Uh, Kung Lan, whatever his name, he's the demigod that is the opposite of Harmon Smith, and yeah. they've been in battle for hundreds and thousands of years. So they haven't been in battle; they've been playing fucking chess. Yeah, <laughs> they, they play chess, and when whenever Harmon loses chess, that's when shit hits the fan. Like that's legitimately what causes everything in this game to happen. Whenever Harmon loses a game of chess, he has to give Kunlan something, and it's always something insane, where it's like, oh, you have control of America now. <laughs> like, what? That's how you're deciding everything? <laughs> oh, boy. I did not get this. But yeah, at some point, Harmon, like, kills Samantha in, the, in off-screen. Like, she dies in the background. Okay. Uh, I think you find, like, her body. What? I don't remember any of this. I mean, this game makes no sense. Like, as we've said many times. But oh, I do want to talk about the next, the she, second level. I know. Wait, she's <laughs> not the, the same character as the girl that gives you the rings, right? No, that's the head. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's you brought the it head. up. We'll, we'll talk about that. There's a, you find, you get rings in this game that you use to solve puzzles. Fire ring, water ring, wind ring, stamina, power. I don't know what the, I think the only way to your powers stamps. combined, they are Captain Suda. <laughs> uh, and, and Whenever you'd find this head in different places, the first time the head is in the dryer Susan. and one is in Susan a gas Summer. station. And she also talks the same as the rest because she's obviously dead and has a ring in her mouth. And it's just a head. She's talking to you. It's what's what's funny about her is she talks to you like she talks to you and explains like how much trouble it takes like <laughs> it takes her to get there. But she's always like, Do you know how much shit I've had to jump over to get to this place to give you this ring? Like she'll just say weird stuff like that. And you're like like, are you a ghost, or are you literally a severed head rolling around and, like, grabbing these rings in your mouth and then rolling back to me? <laughs> Makes no sense. Make but then sense again, enough. nothing does. All exactly. the informants are... God, yeah, there's, like... There's a bunch of informants in this game, and they're all, like, spirits. And Susie's one of them, Travis is one of them. Travis is my favorite by far. Of course. You have, a uh, Iwazaru, Kikazaru, Mizaru. Wait, Kikazaru? Kikazaru, yeah. Oh, um, the guy with the mask? That no, the guy with the Kikazaru is the one that appears behind Iwazaru, like on the walls and stuff. That's like oh, hanging the up. Guy, oh, 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 yeah. It looks like the, he belongs the, in the Silent chick. Hill game. Yeah. The guy in the mask is um uh Yoon Hyun, I think is how you say it. Uh, the, I never the guy who you it. shoot his mask and then he's flipping you off. Look, man, I played this. I I ended this game like three weeks ago. I forgot a lot of things. There's also so many characters in this game. <laughs> Too many characters. Too in this many game. characters for you a game that has like six them. levels that take forever. Um, yeah. yeah, they're long levels, dude. They break up some of the levels in two parts. Like there'll be two different missions in one level. Like in the second one, you go to a restaurant to kill somebody, mm -hmm. and he gets killed by his fake secretary. Which I really enjoyed that boss fight. Yeah, just a duel. Yes. You'd have to shoot her more time than she shoots you, and then a helmet drops on next to her or on her or something. <laughs> or next to her. She dies later. But let's see. So was, fucking strange. There was uh there was the mad doctor who was like that was the guy in the TV who would do like the uh the 
upgrades for you. Like you just saw, like he existed as like a rubber glove. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was on the like second channel, channel B or something. And then there was um, yeah, Travis, who is like kind of the one that most people know from this game because he just looks so weird. Uh, Yoon Hyun, who I saw a great cosplay of, by the way, one time. I just saw a guy wearing a suit with that mask on, just flipping everybody off. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no one's gonna get this, but people who do are gonna love it. <laughs> and then Kess Bloody Sunday is the uh, the last one, who's like the little quote unquote little boy who's like thirty years old. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. wearing a sweater that's like they killed me. You need to do this instead. Yeah, something just like that. Absolutely. I could have been president was one of the things that he said at the beginning, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird... Yeah. Man. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, and then the second real boss fight, when you fight, you fight two businessmen, at least that's what I call them. I don't remember who they are or what they are, but they're, they blow off their own heads. Dead boss <laughs> battle. God and, damn that boss battle! By uh, the way. And you're in this, you're in this room, this long like meeting room with a long table, and they shoot their brains at you, and you have to shoot, you have to shoot the brains that are coming at you, shoot <laughs> the guy's tie, so the other man will come over and <sighs> fix his tie, and you can shoot him in the back of the head. Oh, I hated that fight. I hated that boss battle so much. All the boss battles in this game are so like specific. It's there's more than a few boss fight. There's more than a few fights in this game where it's like you're immediately in front of an enemy. But you don't have to shoot the enemy, or you don't have to shoot the enemy specifically. You have to shoot like something like very unique. Like you have to shoot their tie, or you have to go around and shoot this thing. It's it's kind of odd. Yep. It's oh, like it they, doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of trial and error in this game. It wasn't until level uh, target three, level four is the one that screwed that pissed me off. But we'll come we'll come to that later. Okay. <laughs> Encounter. Yeah, that's I, a whole thing. I don't I don't even remember which one. That You'll was. know when I when I get there. But I <laughs> yes. do like. When you get the, when I was a kid, I got to target two, which which is level three, Cloud, uh, Man. Cloud Man, where you where it starts off with a guy with an villain. afro. <laughs> I think it is a Mega Man villain, actually. Yeah, he could be. You, you, you <laughs> Cloud Man. <laughs> it would have worked. I mean, you go to a ranch in Texas, and it just yeah. where this guy made a made a like theme park or town all about him. Oh, like. uh, yeah. the cult, the cult guy, the yeah, Yumelia, and you, cult guy, <laughs> and you see these heaven smiles that run around going, <laughs> and they have just a, a yellow shirt on that says his name. You just shoot them in the yellow shirt and they blow up, yeah. and they don't even do anything. They just run around going, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, he, he's so odd because his name is Andre Almeida, a very Texas name. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, oh. yeah, Andre oh. Almeida. Urumeda, um, and he has like yeah, Urumeda, Urumeda Inner City is the name of his like a theme park that's all about him. <laughs> so like, there has freaking like little action figures or little collectible figures you have to you have to get to unlock to get to him in the end. Yeah, so I strange. think I spent you... way too much time in that freaking level because of the collecting the stupid. I uh, I like that I when mean, you go you. It's cool. You only need to collect like two of them. The other ones you just get them from the. Stupid bending machine, but you need. <laughs> you go to a little bending machine with the ball. You don't yeah. need coins. You just click on it and you just get them. Oh, I think I don't think there were coins involved. I don't remember doing anything special. You, you need coins from the uh, coins from something. the from the smiles that. Oh, that, uh, I just shot everybody, and I just keep shooting no. everybody. I didn't really had coins. Then you right? got then you got the coins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You I just, and just didn't know what you were. Doing. I hear someone going. Hey, 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 hey. They get a bullet in the face. There's no questions <laughs> asked. I just you're done. 
I hear, and I shot you. Apparently, <laughs> I shoot Tigger too, but I keep doing Tigger when I don't mean to. <laughs> but yeah, close to it. I mean, this game makes you like, okay, I was playing this game with headphones on because you have to play with sound. I'm sitting here playing mm. it, and there was one time where, like, my my father in law would be start talking to me, and all of a sudden, I hear people talking, I'm like, what's, what's going on? What, what's <laughs> happening? I thought it was a game just playing tricks on me and having just random audio with no reason because it would fit the game. You can't tell if it's noise outside or the game screwing with you. And one time he came in the door and I'm sitting and where I sit in my desk isn't that far away from the door. And he comes in, he walks by and all of a sudden I just jump when someone's standing next to me. I'm like, what, I'm like, what the hell, a person? <laughs> uh, this, this game was just one mindfuck after another. That's <laughs> that's interesting that you actually was paying attention to, to the game because... <laughs> oh. You are very infamous for not even listening oh, yeah. to friggin' Next games. week I won't be. I was but, curious to see uh, like if you were gonna try to play this without it, sound because it's so like it's so necessary. For this game. Yeah, I mean, like, I, my eyes were gotten pretty good at seeing when something wasn't right, but I mean, there's a lot of time you're here laughing off the side of the screen, mm -hmm. and they're not even in view yet. You have to go forward, go to a place to get them in view, which yeah. was fine. Yeah, I did a lot of like I'd walk and I'd hear the smile and I'd have to like back way the hell up because I didn't know where they were coming from. Like they'd come yeah, around the time, corner. Every time I heard the friggin' smile, I just stopped dead on my tracks and I was like, okay, where are you coming from? Oh, <laughs> I know you're here. One thing we, we hadn't mentioned yet, there's a tons of different smiles that they that are all kind of like video gamey type things. Like some mm -hmm. are you gotta shoot them in a certain spot or they keep respawning in front of you. Some shoot there's one in a freaking like straight jacket tied to a chair. That shoots a laser beam at you if you don't kill it fast enough. I mean, they have a lot. I mean, I'm not going to go into all of them, but they have lots of different smiles for you to encounter. It all kind of have to play out like a puzzle. You have to know how to kill each one. Certain one if you use different characters. There's a giant one. You have to use uh, Matt Smith and shoot him with grenade launchers. That one I, was probably my most dreaded one. Those I, giants. I hate it. I did not like Matty Smith because he. I don't like having what? to reload a lot. I didn't Master use Smith was awesome. Fucking I only the door use Con. by the end of the freaking game when he's okay. like literally yeah. a god. Yes, yeah. by the end when he doesn't, he's good. But oh, what really made me hate uh, Masty Smith, we'll talk about shortly. But by the way, I, just, I do uh, want to. I counted up, and yeah, there are over thirty different kinds of smiles. Yes, I'm not. I'm not going at all of them. Yeah, but uh, there's it. They they really do add a good variety to a game that's on a rails where you shoot things. There was a good variety with monsters where I'd see something. I go, okay, how do I got to kill this real fast? And it would, you know, make me think for a second as I unloaded my bullets as Khan, and we heard, "Fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, for a game with like seven levels, there's a lot of diversity in the enemies and storytelling. Even the way they tell the story, like suddenly the game switches into anime for some reason. Oh yeah, like, there's anime cutscenes. Oh, yeah. we'll we'll get to that, I guess. Like every every level is just like slightly different. Like at first, it's very subtle. It's like okay, like this is gonna be a different theme. It's gonna be a different different kinds of enemies. And it just goes off the rails. It's like you're playing a different game now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like the part that made no sense to me is after you go through Umedia Land or whatever the hell it's called, which I, I like that level. Almeida, Almeida Land. Land. And you get to Almeida. He puts a guy in a sports car. The guy drives real fast. Oh and then like they, yeah. They, they grab him and infect. With the virus or something? Yeah. It made I was like, what the fuck? I mean, there's lots of what the fuck during this game, and I was just like, <laughs> and that's where I got to as a kid. I got to that boss fight. I couldn't figure out what to do because I was trying to not use a guide and play legitly in quotations. You can't see my quotes I just did. And <laughs> that's when I realized that I'm like, fuck that. And and I mean you have like that fight was you you run through ambulances that are all connected to get to him. Yeah. Weird boss fight. Yep. 
Thank and you. if he touches you, you die, which I found out the hard way. <laughs> I ran into him. I was playing as Khan. Oh, yeah. I was running around. I just ran right into him. I'm like, oh. I, I died the first time because of that. I ran straight into him <laughs> at one point. And I was like, what the hell do I have, you to, have do that? to shoot the afro that's glowing that comes out of his back of his head? Yep. Shit. But it's but it's behind him. So you have to like <laughs> go around all the way and all that. You have to shoot the afro that comes out the back of his head. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a other thing that you're just saying, Killer Seven. You have to kill the afro on the back of him. You can kill the afro. You can kill him. It takes one shot. And yeah, that's what makes sense. But you can't. You shoot him in front, that bullet just bounce off. You gotta get him to follow you, and then get behind him and shoot him. But you gotta be fast because he turns around pretty quick if he sees you. Really? I I don't think that it. Hmm. He did for me, but maybe I just I was I did not like that fight. But the next fight. I don't even remember what encounter where encounter even takes place. Isn't encounter first take which is tar- target three takes place at a movie theater? It first, starts right? at it's, it's ISD, like a... um, which is like another amusement park. There's two amusement parks in this game with seven yeah. levels. It's a it's okay. like an amusement park, but with movie theaters surrounding it. Yeah, yeah. and then it goes to um, like Blackburn's house. Oh yeah. God, Ayame Blackburn. Okay, she's a mini boss in this game. And you first see her, and she's and she has the face of an anime girl, <laughs> and she's holding one. a submachine gun. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh man! By the way, I... Also, she's named Ay- Ayami Blackburn. She's not Ayami Blackburn. She's an orphan because Curtis Blackburn lives in a house with a bunch of female orphans. It's very disturbing. <laughs> what part of this game isn't this game really leans into the like the people who are in charge are corrupt and like perverted like it it takes like the eyes of like the idea of like eyes eyes wide shut and again cranks it up to 11 where it's like everyone's like creepy and they have these weird like cults and (laughs) like you don't really understand like you don't really understand what everyone's deal is. Like um, the guy beforehand, Arameda, is like a cult leader. He's like an, a young, like twenty-seven-year-old dude, but he runs a cult in an amusement park. And he used across... to work for the post office. Yeah, yeah, he used to work for like, the post office. He went from post office to a cult leader. Like, how? Yeah. To a, yeah, he went from yeah. he went from post office to roller coaster tycoon cult leader. Like, <laughs> and then Blackburn is like the head of um like the INS or something. He was like a former assassin and now he's like, he like works for the government ambiguously and he's an organ trafficker that lives with a bunch of female orphans. Like, yeah. And oh, so I am strange. I, 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 I am, I am a black Ayame. friend, the girl Ayame. you kill. She's 16. She's wearing a Japanese oh, school boy. girl uniform. And you didn't find this out. I was like, she's wearing a mask of a of an anime girl, which yeah. I was like, why is there an anime in this game? I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'll just yeah. go with it. I could see, yeah, because it's it's you a mask. That, like... that the first boss was a <laughs> had a freaking anime face. Yeah. I was very confused. But oh, like the that first boss, it's like that's what that boss looks like. Like you're like, yeah, they're not wearing a mask. Like that's what they look like. She's straight up wearing a like one of those. I think they're called like anime gals. She's wearing like an anime gal mask, like a straight up mask for some reason. It's so creepy. They're so disturbing to me. And that, that, that I hated that fight. You have to shoot her with the grenade launcher, but she's running so fast that you have to shoot it ahead of time. And she's only can be hit when she's in the light. 
Oh, yeah. I will I hated, not. I hated her that fight like the second time. Because you have to fight her two times. Yeah. The second time also shitty too. Takes a while. Because you have to <laughs> use Master Smith, who I was not. I mean, I had him powered up. I had everybody powered up equal. So I, everything, I was okay. Like I had everyone was pretty well powered. Yeah. And she's like, they had like a line too where like she was like an orphan taken from like INS or something. It's like, why is INF, why is INS like in charge of orphans all of a sudden? <laughs> also, Blackburn, doesn't Blackburn like kill a guy at a tennis court? And yeah, he has to supposedly like killed his his whole family that was watching him practice tennis or something. Yeah, Blackburn's also the one who um, like is in charge, like he's the one who killed Dan, I think. Uh, uh, wait, that doesn't, wait. Wait a the first time. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the first time Dan died, he was killed by Blackburn, I think. Wait, that still doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. When anyone who's listened to this episode, if it doesn't make sense, don't worry. It, it's yeah. not supposed to. <laughs> We're like, I'm doing the best I can. I've You're got, doing like, pretty ten, good. I've yeah. got ten wiki pages open here. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, another random fact there. Throughout the game, there's a there's a there's a pigeon. Who gives you a courier oh, pigeon boy. that gives you letters? Yeah. I just looked up the well, name of the courier pigeon. They're all different. Na- they're all different pigeons because they're all named after Bond girls, Bond. right? Yep. One yeah. of them is Lucy. Oh, oh. I know that. Yeah. I was just yeah. looking Galore. at one just now. Bianca. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah. There's like so Harry. fucked up. Which it's those so letters weird. come from a guy named Johnny Gagnon, but I always called just I just straight up just called him Gannon. It was yeah, Johnny Gannon. <laughs> Johnny Gannon and the Triforce of. I never oh, read any of the letters. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like the idea of that being Ganon's like real name is John Ganon. <laughs> it's like the laziest name. But you can call me Speedster, and I'm like, no. And Ganon's I didn't like, read any of letters. I like Ganon. Also, like, doesn't show up in the game, but Ganon's like repeatedly threatening to kill you and giving you all this information. Like, you'd think he'd be no, really he, important. He's threatening to kill Amir. Is it well, okay, yeah. Deer? He wants to kill because Deer. he always opens Deer or Amir. We'll get to that. Which, which we'll get to that. Eventually. We'll get to that. Oh, I do want to talk about to get to eventually. Yeah, this this won't be a three hour episode though, because I'm I'm not doing that again. Not not for this game. <laughs> yeah. We could, but we're I not was, going to. I was I, I was like, man, are we gonna go for more than three hours? No. <laughs> are we gonna not again. last week's episode? Not, because... No, we will eventually, but not on this game because <laughs> it won't. It'll be illiterate. Yeah, it's oh. it's imbi- like you could give it and I could I can, detail I can guarantee everything you that the ta- that the one time that you guys will beat the three hour <laughs> podcast it will be when we when you do Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that a long might part. have to be broken into two parts then. We <laughs> yeah. are doing Metal Gear Solid later. This this one and this two. <laughs> if we ever get around to like Metal Gear Solid Four, that's gonna have to be like a month long event. <laughs> and then right. this happened, and then this happened for some reason. For each cutscene, there's gotta. I haven't there's... played that game, by the way. So you just play it. There's a monkey in a diaper that drinks coke and smokes cigars. Right. Yes. I played the uh, one, two, and three. My PS3 died, and I couldn't get to play a uh, four or Peace Walker. So, and I, I haven't f- played five because I haven't played those two. And I'm like, yeah, one of Peace Walker days. more than four. But we'll we'll, <laughs> that, we'll talk about a different. <laughs> yeah. um, the next the next set of bosses you fight, I I was laughing my ass off when you fight. We are the Punishing Rangers, Wait. the handsome Wait. men. 
Wait, Mike, before you get to the Punishing Rangers, the boss battle with Black Blackburn was also oh, pretty oh, sick. Good point. Good oh, point. Yeah. We should talk about that. I forgot. Let's talk that. about Blackburn. He's a significant member. I just He's want to talk about the damn Power Rangers. That's all. I don't care about Blackburn. <laughs> I want to talk about the Power Rangers too, but come on, Mike. <laughs> you are right. Come on. Because <laughs> Encounter is also the level where you like learn a shitload about Dan's past and that he's like a um he was like a cop that got killed and absorbed by Harmon and got like turned into uh like the vanguard of the Killer Seven essentially. And it's like Curtis Blackburn is the one who like killed him first. And so he's got this big um he's got this like huge vendetta against Blackburn. Was I the only one that thought that when when they first showed uh Blackburn's face was I the only one who thought that that was like a young Harmon or something? Yeah, I thought so too, because everybody looks the same in this game. Exactly. You when I saw him, like... I was like, wait, is this like a flashback of a, of a young uh, uh, Harmon? Just... <laughs> I didn't think of that. Everybody in this game looks like like the same either 20-something like white dude with short hair or 20-something black dude with an afro, and those are the only two characters. <laughs> It's like you have an afro and sideburns, or you have short hair and you're like albino, <laughs> or you're wearing a mask or something. I don't or you're wearing a mask, yeah. So it's like at multiple points in this game, you have to go, wait, who is this? Is do I know this character? Is this somebody that I'm supposed to understand? Yeah, it's basically exactly the same thing with the female characters. Like when oh, when God, Blackburn yeah. is introduced, like he kills a a, a girl, or uh, and when they show her face, I was like Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that it was either Samantha or, or it was the, are you? the the chick that gives you the rings, and I was like, "Am I supposed to know?" I think that's that's like um, another character, uh, Montana Pedro Montana. I think that's his family that gets killed by him. I don't know. I, uh... Pedro Montana is like a guy who uh, like set up Dan Smith. It's like part of his background. Yeah. Yeah. There's too like, much. There's too much information going on in this game to process. This game, it gives you a shitload of information, but it gives it to you in incredibly, like, strange ways. Like, it'll give you a very important detail, and like a throwaway line that one of the dead informants says, and they don't really say it at. Like, they don't really say it to you. They just say it like at you, and you have to be like, wait, 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 hold on. What does that mean? <laughs> like. And of yeah. course, he's responsible for Dan. And you're like, whoa, 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 you can't just breeze past that. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I killed, I killed a pedestrian. I killed this rich guy. I killed Dan Smith. And, uh, and you know, I pet the cat, you know, <laughs> just casual. <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about how that fight worked when you fight Curtis? Or uh, I, yeah. I like that boss fight. Wait, OK, so you, wait, do you have didn't? a duel. Wait, you didn't like the boss fight or you no, did? No, I did. I enjoyed oh, the duel okay. with um, Curtis where you play as Dan. And you both have to have a duel, but to make the duel special, there's a pigeon sitting on his shoulder and you can't shoot until the pigeon flies, but the pigeon will try to trick you and start to fly and not really fly. So if you shoot him too soon, you lose. Yep. Yeah. But it's... I was reading a guy that said there's a cue. He only, he always hoots before he flies. So I did as I turned. Exactly. I turned you had to pay. I was about to say. <laughs> you had to pay close to say, attention. I... Yeah. I was about to say I turned off my eyes. Is what I was about to say. I closed my eyes, sat there, and I turned off my eyes. You turned off your eyes. Apparently, I'm part Alas, I am blind. Well, people, you heard it here first. Mike's a cyborg. Confirmed. He's a robot. He's a Terminator. He feeds on likes and clicks. 
I do every, feed off every, every, every download. download of this podcast makes him stronger. <laughs> we uh, have to stop. Um, <laughs> it makes me happy every time. Makes me so happy. It's like the game does like hold you hostage via like a John Woo movie, though. Like, but it, it, I really like that because since I love uh, Red Dead Redemption so mm. much, <laughs> the whole dual system, I was like, yeah, this this works, especially with Dan. This game yeah. loves duels. It loves like weird duel mechanics. Oh yeah, because the secretary was also kind of a duel, except that one you just needed to just shoot a lot. Talking yeah. about duels, let's talk about Mike's favorite part of the game. <laughs> the handsome this. rangers? Yeah, that's important. Well, I want to talk about that level before we even get into the whole <laughs> boss fight. I mean, that that whole, everything, I loved everything with that, that whole level with, with the handsome rangers and you're going to go kill the comic book artist yep. because the comic book artist writes stuff in the books and what he writes, the handsome men go kill. Yep. Were the handsome men his creation? Like they were, weren't were real or something? Uh, uh I think that it's like I think that it <laughs> ask the question and both of us just go uh like, I, <laughs> such a such a metaphor for this game uh yeah uh what 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 is this game about uh <laughs> how does the game play uh <laughs> I mean that sums up the right game now well to see what it is and I don't I got nothing uh, okay, okay it's so either they're, they're it's either like goosebumps. It's either a goosebump situation where the writer wrote those characters and they came to life, or it's just he wrote those characters and those characters now somebody else took like cosplay them and just do what the comic says. But it doesn't make sense because they know what happens before the comic is published. So well, I don't yeah, know. it's like they so weird. exist as characters. They're like like they're supposed to be like real characters. But then, like, uh, by the way, the guy's name is Pearl Harbor. His name is Trevor <laughs> Pearl Harbor. I didn't say that. Oh, um, man. Yeah, and I was actually like, I had to look this up because I was also very confused by it. So the handsome be. men are like other assassins that were made by uh, the United States military. Because when the United States makes assassins, we want to make sure that they look like Power Rangers. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> And I, would, I would totally would. <laughs> Trevor Pearl Harbor starts to like write them into his comic books, and he believes that what he's doing is like controlling them. But in reality, he can see the future. <laughs> and oh, so basically, okay. so basically, he's like the prophet from Supernatural. Where yeah, I knew that's where you were going. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> but like, yeah, he he thinks he's controlling them because he can see the future. And he thinks that he's making those things happen, but he's just witnessing those things happen and then writing them down beforehand. So he's like both a superhero and an idiot. Uh, yeah, especially because he ends up getting shot by one of the. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And yeah, that's also the. Um, yeah, because that, that part of the game just goes like it goes like, OK. Not saying that the story was on any sort of rails at this point, but the story really goes off the rails in Target 4, because <laughs> it also introduces a girl named Love Wilcox, um, <laughs> who was, like, a fan of his, and it's, it's so confusing. I thought she was one of the... Yeah, wasn't she one of the handsome yeah, men? Yeah, the pink one. Wasn't yeah. she literally the only female handsome men? No, there's yeah. two. They're handsome light brown, which is also a female. <laughs> And handsome Wait. pink, which is Love Wilcox. 
Okay, I'm going to read off the names of the handsome. They're handsome red, so, handsome blue, handsome light brown, handsome dead, handsome pur- purple, handsome. handsome white pearl, white pearl, handsome pink, handsome gold, handsome black, and handsome beige. Why so, beige? so uh, Paul, had to be done. Uh, Love, Wilcox, <laughs> uh, Love Wilcox is the actual controller of the handsome men. She's actually like their handler. She is handsome pink, but she's also controlling the handsome men through the internet. And it's like, it's, it's like, what? It, it said at some point, like she's controlling them through the internet and internet. Is it like with a capital I? So like internet is maybe some specific kind of internet in this world. I didn't get any of that. Oh, and the internet is illegal in this world. We didn't say that yet. Yeah. The internet's illegal. And she's like, she, she's like, yeah, the internet is like the force where she like, <laughs> she's a, she's a hacker. And they even say like, they even make a point to say, like, oh, she's a play, like, she's an avid player of online video games, despite the internet being illegal. <laughs> it's like, oh, she must be a badass. Um, <laughs> she's a rebel with a cause. Yeah, uh. and she, like, <laughs> yeah, she gets upset because Handsome Black kills Pearl Harbor by accident. Um, and that's like, that's like, this is the whole story of this one level. Is like, it's this whole, this one level could be made into like a 26 episode anime. <laughs> <laughs> but it's condensed down to like like a three hour level. It's so it's so weird. Up. Yeah, yeah. And after she like after Handsome Black kills Pearl Harbor, Dan kills Handsome Black in this like weird but also cool anime fight. It's like something out of Cowboy Bebop all of a sudden. Oh yeah, <laughs> it looks Absolutely like it too. It looks yeah, because Dan, Dan also kind of has an outfit very reminiscent of uh, Spike Spiegel. He's got like the, the yeah. blue suit with the white undershirt. And he I, uses a like a revolver. It's great. I mean, Dan Smith had a couple of different suits that I was like, one of them even reminded me of Dwight from The Office. I don't <laughs> yeah. <know> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another thing we hadn't mentioned yet. Through each level, each mission that you do, they actually kind of change clothes. Their clothes change color a little bit for each character. Yeah, I want to say, like yeah. Kong is a different headband or something. And that is all like cosmetic and. Yep. You can put whatever connotation on that you want, basically. And it's like I've seen some people say like their outfit changes because of like how connected they are to Garcian, or like some like I've heard so many theories about why their clothes are changing. And at no point have I ever heard a theory that's like, hey, their clothes are changing because it takes place on a different day. <laughs> I would never heard the normal thing. This game. That's all. I mean, this uh, is yeah. <laughs> this brain just yeah. takes your mind and it just makes a scrambled egg or something because goddamn. <laughs> but uh love, yeah, love is like love and the handsome men leads into the duel, which is all like that's it's just... a completely scripted boss fight. Yeah. yeah. It's a very scripted boss fight, but it's still cool looking. Like Well, if you didn't know it was scripted, you wouldn't realize because you, you start off playing as each of one of the the, the Smiths fighting one of the other handsome men, Power Rangers, in this yeah. using the same gun you're using. Like the first one is Harmon Smith fights Handsome Red, and they're both sitting in wheelchairs. Yeah, and yeah, suddenly, and Handsome Red's like sitting in a wheelchair. <laughs> I I don't know if they ever explained that it's like <laughs> at all why he's sitting in a wheelchair. So and I don't think they do. They just like yeah, you're just fighting a clone of yourself. Just that's it. <laughs> Because you see him earlier not in a wheelchair. Exactly. <laughs> what happened to Handsome Red? 
<laughs> a car hit him before the duel. Car, right before he, right before the battle, he stepped in the street and he got hit by a bus, and he's like, "I still, I got this duel at twelve. I gotta go." I can't stay yeah, Sorry, no time for an ambulance. <laughs> he's like dragging himself to the the duel. <laughs> oh, but there's certain ones you can win, and certain ones that you can't win. And if you didn't know it, you wouldn't realize that you're actually supposed to lose some. The game just kind of plays that way. Yeah, I did yeah. not realize that. And it was it was really like because at some point you lose two in a row. I'm like, what? Oh, my yeah. God, what is going on? I'm just getting my ass kicked. I knew of it because of the Super Replay, because I had already seen it like when it came out uh, <laughs> the first time. So I knew that there was a part where I was supposed to lose some characters. I just didn't remember which part it was until I got there. <laughs> It's so strange, but I, I enjoyed it. And then that's also when Masty Smith gets powered up for like the second time. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's when he gets. Oh, yeah. And he and I love it when he gets more powerful. He gets like different. He gets a luchador mask or something. And then all of a sudden his outfit changes and he's a better luchador or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's <he's>... interesting <laughs> that he's the only one that gets like all these super upgrades like uh, besides Dan Smith, I want to say at the end. Yeah, Dan Smith gets the upgraded gun from the Archangel. Hmm. which we didn't talk about but yeah yeah, yeah. master smith shows up first as like he's wearing a lucha mask and a cape and he's wearing like a full suit he looks like i i this is gonna be such a niche thing i don't know if anybody watches luchador stuff at all but it's like a very luchador thing to like yeah wear a suit and like that when you're doing like that's kind of like your persona your persona is the mask and so you yeah. just dress like a a casual luchador <laughs> if that's a thing I get oh. your reference. I mean, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I get that's actually part of that wrestling where the mm. luchadors are like, bring honor to the family and all this other crap. Yeah. It's a very, like, it's very, like, machismo, honorable career. But if then, anyone yeah, has gets... watched uh, uh, Nacho Ray Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, like, luchadors in general are, like, so interesting. I love that they're, like, folk heroes and, like, they show up in movies and stuff. I love luchador culture a lot. Have <laughs> you played uh, Guacamole? I have not. Or I dude, like, that game. So I need good. to play it so bad. That game watch, is so uh, good. <laughs> I used to watch like Mucha Lucha all the time. Mucha Lucha, time, yeah. Mucha Lucha. <laughs> um, but yeah, when he gets upgraded, he turns into like ready to go luchador, where like his shirt flies off. Like he's just he's shirtless. He's still got the cape. He's still got the mask. But like his shirt pops off, and he's like, like <laughs> now he's in wrestling mode. Yep. Even though he still doesn't wrestle, he still uses like grenade launchers. Yeah, he just uses the freaking <laughs> grenade launcher. I do. I I didn't really like the grenade launchers, but they were useful sometimes. When you it's interesting that they are grenade launchers, but they look like a frigging shotgun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a sawed off shotgun. Like what? <laughs> you know what it is? They're literally the like they're literally the the roadhog gun from Overwatch. Oh yeah, <laughs> like almost exactly. <laughs> that means nothing to me. <laughs> oh, what's a good game? Mike. Never played. It. I don't play online games. So uh, yeah. I don't play online games either. But Overwatch was basically the only one. <laughs> if okay. only they fixed the story. But um, I'm still I'm still pissed that we don't have an Overwatch story game like <laughs> offline single player. That would be good. Then I'd be interested. Or just I, any story I've, that I've didn't like that for years. All the story that came before. Oh. And after you finish fighting the Power Rangers, I'm sorry, I mean the Handsome Men. Uh, the handsome men. Yeah. They call themselves like the Punishing Rangers. There's so much like... Men punishing Rangers is the full <laughs> name of their thing. <laughs> like, what? 
<laughs> Developed yeah. by the U.S. Army, controlled by <laughs> the U.S. Army, but they look controlled like Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're oh, fighting, and then uh, handsome paint. <laughs> I like it. I, it's so strange. It's but so... okay, the, the the last set of levels take place in a school, a hotel first, and then uh... a school, and that's the well before the very epilogue. But that's when you start getting all the story dropped on you when you're in this hotel. And yep. in the hotel, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yes. Before you even talk about that, we have to talk about the end of the handsome men thing because oh, yeah. that is so bizarre. Did I miss some? Okay, keep. Yeah. I think I forgot. I think I just took it out of my memory of the rest of this game. <laughs> it's like the end of it is uh, handsome pink turns into love Wilcox. She trans like she does like her henshin transformation back into like. Oh, oh yeah, and it's like a whole Sailor Moon thing too. Yeah, and okay. she explains how she like wrote. She's like, I wrote the story, and she's explaining how she wrote like the script for what happened she she controlled the fight and how it would end up but then after that you see um uh kulan's hand like reach towards the screen so it's like you like it it the implication is like you were playing like a fighting game that whole time i don't think i caught that i don't call that either it's so weird i didn't catch that yeah, I, can, I believe him because I was kind of in a hurry at this point because I was trying to finish so I could go to work. It's like a split save, second so. thing. It's after the uh, it's after like the credits roll because every target ends with like credits. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and it's like a split second thing where you see like a hand reaching towards the screen and like turning it off. And you're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> were we just yeah. playing a game on? Was that assassination taking place inside of like Tekken? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Gee, the handsome rangers could have fit in a tech a Tekken game just fine. But it's uh, so it's so weird because you're like, I don't know. I don't like I that to me is such a pseudo 51 thing where you you beat the level and you're like, wait, what just happened in that level? Did I play that or was I playing that as a like was I playing that as a game as Garcian? Did I play that or was I played like a fiddle? Yeah. <laughs> the well. game lies to you. <laughs> Well, the whole yeah. game plays you like a damn fiddle, so... Yes, it does. I'm sure about such... to mention soon. I had to mention that, because it's such a tiny thing, but it's so... I didn't catch that, so I'm glad I you brought that up. I didn't catch that either, so it's don't really worry about it. It's like breaking the fourth wall in the strangest way. <laughs> oh, um, before we go on to the, the next part in the hotel, I did look up Guacamelee. It's under six hours to beat it, so if you could put it on the show at some point if you wanted to. Ooh. Oh. So if people want to see us play Guacamelee, it might be on the show in months and months and months from now. So <laughs> we already have fun? season three written down. You could so, do it for like uh, Cinco de Mayo or something. Oh, hey. Hey, that's, that's how I that's how I do my show. Like if, if there's <laughs> a movie coming out, I always do a tie. Uh, I'm not. I will not do that again. After Aladdin, done. Well, okay. Dude. We also picked like the worst game with a movie that didn't do well. So Yeah, but I don't I don't want to do it again. Well, people like Cinco <laughs> de Mayo. Out. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, uh, back, to <laughs> back to the show. Back to your regularly programmed. All right, so you get, to the, you get to the hotel, and the hotel already starts off weird, because you go in, and then the bellhop guy, or not the bellhop, whoever the hell the receptionist starts talking to him, he's like, good to see you, Garcia Smith. He's like, how'd you know my name? Or something <laughs> like that. And yeah. then he disappears after he looks back. And that's yep. and, and what you're doing is you're going through each floor, and I think you're collecting an item, or you're no, you're seeing... You're collecting blood. What, is, what the fuck are you doing again? I remember you go to each uh, floor and you got to collect something. Oh yeah, bullets and stuff. You got to go yeah. each floor and collect a bullet. And I don't, oh, it yeah. isn't until 
later that you find out what you're doing. There's also seven floors. <laughs> That's another thing that I think that we bypassed, that you have to collect uh, bullets in order yeah, to progress yeah, he, in the levels. They're just yeah. like key items. Think of them the keys in Resident Evil, but you have yeah, unlimited yeah. inventory. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what they are. You have to collect so many bullets to get past a guy in a gate that serves absolutely no purpose but to make sure you did everything in, the, in, the, in, that, in that mission before you can continue on. Mm. And we didn't this... talk about the Vinicum, Vinic, Vinic, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> you tried. I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, but this uh, is the part of the game where like it starts playing with time really heavily. It um, also explains everything. Yep. Yeah. Well, it explains everything and it explains nothing, basically. Yeah. Just We're... like the entire game. Oh man, how do we even how do we even tackle this? Uh... I, can, I can do it. I'm ready. Yeah, Are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike's so confident. Let's let him do it. As you go through the hotel, I think you, somehow there's bloodstains. We'll say that. I do know this part. And it isn't until you get to the... And people are kind of telling you that there's a little more to this than you don't understand. Like, you've been here before. And Garcia's like, what? He doesn't understand. And you find out as you go through the hotel, Garcia actually had killed all seven of the Killer Seven when he was 13 years old. And he was Emer Parker Rainer or something. Emer Parker Rainer. Yeah, Emer yes. Parker Rainer. Parker, I don't know how I got what I got. But okay, but he was 13 years old and he killed every, he killed all seven of the Killer Seven. He went up and down the hotel shooting everybody, and you get actually get to see the scenes of him going through and killing all of them. Which is Wait, just... he killed six because well, he also killed Harmon. Oh, he gets. Uh, Wait, yeah, because at that point Harmon was the like the the number one member. Like he was the at that point. Okay, so. <laughs> oh boy! At the point oh, where Amir killed everybody, uh, all the Killer Seven personalities were were personalities that existed within Harmon. They okay. were like his alter egos. Amir goes in and he kills. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He kills six of them. He tries to kill Harmon and fails. Okay. And mm, yeah, loses, because yeah, they they never showed him kill Harmon. So. Yeah. Well, and Harmon's Harman, also like, a god. So well, yeah, Harmon that too. Oh, well, that doesn't stop him from dying. <laughs> um, we'll get there, people. <laughs> um, I mean, wait. Yeah. Wait, yeah, they... Well, no. no. Because yeah, they, it... they sh because Garcian at one point kills Harmon and Kun Lung. Yeah, he killed Like, they're playing chess, and he comes in and just fucking annihilates them. Like, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> Inglorious Bastards, like, Hitler's death level. Like, that's how insane it is. Um... At this point up to the game, everyone's, like, killed pretty, like... For a game that's so over the top, the actual deaths are pretty restrained. It's, like, a couple shots. Yeah. When Harmon and uh, Kun Lan get killed, it's, like, a million bullets. <laughs> it's, like, a Tommy gun. It's, like, the, the freaking um, typewriter from Resident Evil 4. It just never stops. <laughs> I love the Chicago typewriter. <laughs> and it's also shown, like, off-camera, where, like, you don't see Amir. It's just heavily implied he's the one who does it. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, so Amir goes in, and he kills all... He kills six of the seven and wounds Harmon, and Harmon also wounds him. Mm. And then something happens where they become the same person, and Harmon becomes two people, and I don't know what the fuck. And, Mike, if you have any... <laughs> Harmon <laughs> takes over, takes Emir Park and become make has him become Garcian, takes away his memory, so he has no idea who he was. He was also a trained assassin by the government in the school that is the next area you go to, mm -hmm. and he 
I'm pretty sure if I'm if I'm reading this correctly and remembering what I was reading, is he, he just takes him over and he doesn't know who he is. But also he opens the briefcase finally. At least coming up he does. Yeah. And you find out that the briefcase he's been carrying this entire time has six different guns in it. Yeah. He is the killer seven, that there is no split personality. Well, one thing is that there are no split personalities, it's just him picking up be, being each other person because he yeah. killed them all and took their weapon. It's yeah, like it's the, all the different personas that have been absorbed into Harmon. Yeah. But at the same body. time, other people talk to you as if you're Dan or Khan or Kaidi. They, you know, yeah. so it's one of those things where it doesn't, but he's, he's, I feel like he's just the host for the other personalities to take over when they're needed. Well, that's when the question comes up of, like, yeah, is he becoming a different person, or is it like a Tyler Durden fight club scenario where <laughs> he sees Tyler Durden talk to somebody, and that's how he sees it, but in reality, it's still um, the narrator. Uh, oh God, what is that actor's name? Edward Norton. It's Hell like yeah. it's still Edward Norton giving all the instructions, but he sees it as Brad Pitt giving the instructions. Spoilers for Fight Club if you don't know the fucking ending <laughs> at this point. Then what's wrong with you? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it raises a lot of questions of like, so Harmon's in a wheelchair, so because he's a personality, does that mean that like he changes into Harmon or he just views himself as being in a wheelchair? I, which I, would explain, I, I, which would yeah. explain why you also suddenly see Handsome Red in a wheelchair, actually, ah. because he's like, that's how he's viewing Harmon. And so his brain has to say like, well, we're battling the same guy. So he must be in a wheelchair too, because that's what Harmon looks like. Oh, it's confusing. It's exactly almost no sense. There's almost funny thing. It makes no sense. There's also a funny thing. Every time you start a level, it's always Garcine Smith sitting in his trailer house eating, and you'll hear in the radio, "Hi, Mr. Smith. This is the Republic Party. We would love your vote." I mean, every it makes no sense until as we've been doing this, like, oh yeah, voting plays a big part in the storyline somehow. Yeah, yeah, but suddenly, very suddenly voting is incredibly important. Just, and then you go in the last part, you go to a school and the school is all about you finding out that Garcia and Smith went to the school and was trained as a killer and yeah. went on a rampage and killed everybody. And that's essentially why he killed the killer, the killer six or killer seven, <laughs> six of the killer seven, because he just killed was, the killers. <laughs> yes. That should be the name of uh, the sequel if it ever comes out. Killed the killers. <laughs> Kill the killer seven. Kill the killer sequel. Everyone always talks about it, and nah. I don't think it's happening. I would nah. love for it to happen. Uh, I mean, like the third No More Heroes is about to come out, isn't it? Or did it just come out? Yeah, yeah the third one. Yeah, so I mean, technically like, fourth, but it's the third No More Heroes three. Yeah, so it's like Suda Fifty One isn't opposed to doing sequels. I just don't think this is one that they're gonna go back to. Sadly. I wouldn't mind a lollipop chainsaw too. I wouldn't either, actually. <laughs> oh, and apparently, after you shoot Emir on the roof, which we didn't talk about, um, at the end of at the end of the, <laughs> who has three of the school, eyes shoots, suddenly for some reason? Yeah, yeah. suddenly he becomes the three-eyed raven for some reason. And after that, apparently Emir reasserts itself, and he's no longer Garcian, and Garcian ceases to exist. Yes, he kills him. He, yeah, he kills himself <laughs> and becomes himself. <laughs> Kids, yeah. do not commit suicide, please. This is not, we're not promoting. Yeah. It's so, I, like, the only thing I can think of is, uh, like, because of how Harmon operates, he, he can, like, take other people and assimilate their personalities back into himself. So, I create, like, a whole persona about it. So, the only thing I can imagine is, like, Garson, 
killed Amir and then absorbed Amir and was able to become Amir again. It's so confusing, but I think that's what happened. Uh, Something like that. Maybe? God. Amir also has, like, no fucking lines, so... And then you have the the epilogue, which is the very... Almost the last chapter of this game. Sort of. You didn't Um, talk about the the last... uh, You talk about Benjamin Keane and the the whole presidency thing in the Russian roulette game. Oh, Oh, that... Sure, if you want to tackle it, that one, I, that confused me, too. It's literally just that. So, yeah, yeah, I guess. You, but. I, I was more talking about the last, uh, supposedly last boss, which is the uh, the the bad guy at the... Dimitri gym. Nightmare? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's the, um, like, is, the, he's the Secretary of Education, right? I think. Yeah, uh, the Secretary of Education's name is... Well, no, he's just he's just a guy like I don't know who anybody is. <laughs> the guy you shoot in the ass so has frustrating. a red ass. <laughs> who are <There's>, you? <laughs> so there's first you okay, hold on. Backtrack a little bit. It's um, umbrella. The answer is umbrella. <laughs> it's always, <laughs> it's so, always been umbrella. You there's the whole thing with the, the uh Venculum gate, which is also a whole thing. Um Oh, and the gate is like allows you to like travel through dimensions. Um, and I don't know if that means time as well or what. I'm not sure. It's like that's like the red room from Twin Peaks. But then you gotta uh, you have to go to the principal's office in this school, and you come across Benjamin Keene, who is not only the principal of the school, but he's also a presidential candidate. <laughs> um, uh. While he's still the you know, because that's how the world works, is while you're hey, running for president, you can you also just be a principal. Hey, history has proven so far, you don't have to know anything to be president. You just have to be popular sure. enough, maybe be on a TV show, and you can run for president. Some yeah, might say you never... don't even have to be that popular. Some yep. might say oh. some might say you have to be only 40% popular. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so he is like, like, let's play Russian roulette, and if I win, <laughs> if I win... You have to go kill the president, and if you win, I'll tell you how to hit on women. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sure, why not? And it's like, there's a whole, it's probably like a 10 minute long scene. Like this sequence, this huge sequence of Russia Roulette is like, like, you can't trick me. This gun holds seven bullets. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And then his advice to hit on women is like, all women are the same. And he kills himself. <laughs> he kills himself. Like, okay, I don't know what that was about. But we're yeah. going to move past that. We're going to go find the chairman. Uh, and it's, it's the... So, okay. You God. lost me, too, and I picked this game. It's the chairman... I think the chairman of education. This is the fat guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Who, um, who's... Yeah, there's... Okay, so there's two separate nightmares. There's Dimitri Nightmare... God damn it. Describing this game is like describing a fever dream. <laughs> I'm I'm curious anyone who listens to who listens to this episode, please let us know what you think cuz I'm He's very like, yeah. curious. If you've He's got a theory, let us know. I'll be yeah. asking Stefan after after we republish this one I'll be like, "Take a listen, what the fuck do you think of this shit?" You go into like a cafeteria or something though. And like this part of the game is super important. You go into the cafeteria and there's a ridiculously fat guy hanging from the ceiling and he's like they're told oh this is greg nightmare 
the United States Secretary of Education. <laughs> you know, you, you know, like you, like you'd vote like you'd vote in like the Secretary of Education, <laughs> Greg Nightmare. Um, <laughs> typical name. Oh my god! But like, like there's this huge cutscene explaining that like this is night like this is Nightmare and he's the one behind everything and he was the one who like set all these events into motion so that he could become president or some shit. Um, and like he like the guy explaining it to you leaves. He just like walks out and then all of a sudden the guy hanging from the ceiling, Greg Nightmare, is holding a golden revolver. And that becomes a boss battle. The man with the golden gun. Another James Bond, uh, <laughs> <James> Bond <laughs> reverend. And yeah, that's like you. Oh my god! You so you have to shoot him in the crotch. That's <laughs> that's actually what happens. You have to shoot yep. him in the crotch, shoot his pants off, and then shoot his legs off. <laughs> and then the black smiles show up, and yep. like. Yeah, this part of the game is confusing because, like, you. Oh, this part? This well, part? Yeah, sorry. Just this part. Yeah. The rest makes perfect sense. This part of the game gets a little more confusing because, like, you keep Thank switching you. back and forth between different members of the Smith Syndicate and getting, like, absolutely destroyed. And I think it's like. Yeah, because none of them can pick up the golden gun, um, yeah. which apparently is the only thing that, like, that can kill the, can the dark kill smiles. The smiles. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so all the Smith Syndicate, like, get killed very unceremoniously. Yep. Like, one by one, like, you lose everybody until you're just, um... Garcian. You're just Garcian. And, yeah, then then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> after that happens, you go back to the hotel, and that's when you, like, learn that all the bloodstains you were locating before are, like, where you killed all the former, um... Killer, Killer Seven. Seven. Like you yeah. see all their deaths, and it's like it's hard to tell because that part is like completely in black and white, and up until this point, color has been so important to the characters. And when you when you put them all in like grayscale, suddenly it's really hard to tell who's who. But yeah, uh, you like uh, I I kind of could tell from the from the moment that I not the first one, which is I think that Kevin Smith. He was, yeah, I think uh, the first one's Kevin Smith, who looks just looks like Harmon. Yeah, he he was just uh. Like the the clerk in the at the reception. I think the third or fourth one you kill is um master uh master Smith, and at that yeah. point it's like okay yeah definitely know what's going on now. I'm definitely on board. I think uh, wait isn't the second one like Coyote Smith because you see him with the bandana? I think so. I don't know. I couldn't tell who was who in that part. I, I could tell from the second one onward. That's I when I knew what the hell was going on. I was confused. <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> You're yeah, playing like, this you game better than any than any of us could have. And then, yeah, at the end, you kill Dan Smith, and, like, he gives you, like, a little, like, you have, like, a, uh, like, a weird, like, little, like, draw with him, where you're, like, he's sitting down just waiting for you, like, he kind of knew you were coming or something. He's just, yeah. like, gonna kill me, blah, blah, blah. He also sounds like uh, Spike Spiegel as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he was played by Steve Blum, but he sounds like Steve Blum. <laughs> There's um, a lot of voices there that I, that I was, like, yeah, I can... Kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, there's a ton of voice actors in this game that I, I'm sure I know. Like, like Steve Blum was definitely in this game. I, I definitely heard his voice a lot. I just don't know who he played. Also, was I the only one who thought that the freaking uh, Heaven Smile uh, laughter was just Mark Hamill? <laughs> That'd be really joke. funny. <laughs> um, as, as soon as, because as soon as you press, like, start, or no, as soon as the 
the opening, uh, you know, like Capcom, Grasshopper, and whatnot, they start like uh, it starts uh, the the freaking smile uh, uh, sound, and I was like, "This Mark Hamill." So it sounds exactly like the Joker <laughs> smile. So weird. Yep. Oh, uh, Dan Smith is voiced by Michael J. Gog or Gog, whatever the hell. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Steve Bum plays uh, Kinjiro uh, Matsuoka, who's like the guy who works for Twin Line. He's like giving you all this information. Okay. Oh. And Tara Strong does the voice for Katie Smith. Yes, yes. Oh my god, that I was makes like, sense. I was losing my mind over that. Um, yeah. So. so then, like after that, you go back and you get all the, you get all the information about like what happened with Amir, and you meet like the young Harmon and um, Dimitri Nightmare. <laughs> and I don't know if there's any relation there. <laughs> the Nightmare family. The Nightmare family. Yeah. I'm just, That's like, just, you suddenly yeah. get all the information in the world, though, where, like, you learn that, like, there was a, a second Harmon that also existed, and, like, Harmon Delta Head, and, like, who Amir is, and who Dimitri is, and it's just like, it's like sensory overload for this game that gives you so little to go on. Suddenly, you're getting so much, and it's still confusing. <laughs> I'm oh. very confused right now. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. It's bizarre. Because <laughs> that's when you go up to, um, yeah, that's when you go up to the Forbidden Room, and you come across uh, the second Harmon, or it's the second Harmon, but it's also the real Harmon. Because the Harmon Smith that's like in the wheelchair is just one of your personalities. He's really the eighth killer. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. And there's another Harmon that also exists who, and that's the one that's constantly playing chess with the uh, Kuen Long. That's not the same guy as the Harmon that you know. It's a, it's a different Harmon Smith that exists. Like there's like their personality split into two. Um, yeah. And that's when you go up there and you just riddle the shit out of them with bullets. Yeah. And it's the most satisfying part of the game because you're just like, you two assholes have, <laughs> have caused all of this confusion. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it is brutal. It is like, it is a, it really like, is. Surprising. It's also interesting that Garcia Smith only uses like a pistol the entire time. And, and just yeah. for that part, just for that fucking part, he uses a freaking Tommy gun or something. It's a little Where silent pistol. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I really did not like. I, I love Garcia Smith as a character, but I did not like playing as him. No, it like was it was meant to be hard. It was meant because he's the one you play as after somebody dies to to resurrect them. It's not meant to be easy. It's meant to yeah. give you a challenge as punishment. Yeah, and he doesn't. Uh, you can't upgrade him. He's the only one who you can upgrade. Yeah, yeah. he's just a guy. And just also, the, I'm just a cleaner. <laughs> also, you can only like gather a certain amount of of blood in one level to upgrade. No. Yes. You can only upgrade a certain amount. Uh, Every every level before the the he'll turn off the blood machine and say out of order on the TV. yeah. I thought sorry was. you're doing too well. I was like, uh, I want but to be all powerful. After that is when you go up and you uh you kill young Amir who he's supposed to be young but he just looks like adult Amir because they don't have kid child for whatever reason games before this just couldn't do children children models. It's like I just thought he was like adult Amir, but that's supposed to be the thirteen-year-old version of himself. 
I yeah. thought it was. I thought he looked young enough. <laughs> I think they just made him tinier. I think they made him smaller. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Renaissance art when you go look at Renaissance art and like all the children are just tiny adults. I think they didn't know how to draw them back then. <laughs> just like shrink it down, like make it like one point five scale. Oh, and then you guys want to cover the epilogue part now? Ah, uh, some more you want to say about sure. I think we covered <laughs> most. Uh, yeah, so, I think I think we covered the the rest of the. We did our best to explain this game. I'm curious uh, if it makes sense, Stefan. I know you'll be listening to this. So let me know. I still does. wish that Stefan could have been here. Just what? Huh? I what was trying. I would try it because he he didn't get a chance to play this game because he didn't he his computer is not good enough to run it and he wasn't able to get it on finding on GameCube and he's running out of time working. So and he, I told him I said I don't care. Just come on anyway. Just watch some you know videos. It doesn't matter. But he, this he is not a game. You can go into with like very little resources. Just, <laughs> he, he did it with Stalker, by the way. He never really played Stalker very long. Stalker, that's fine. Like you can, like you get the gist of Stalker. Killer Seven is like there's this so is fucking much. By game. far, the strangest game we've ever done on the show yet. This is by far the strangest game I've ever played in my life. So I, I still say like <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, God, it's still weirder than Parasite Eve because even Parasite Eve has like like connections to reality. <laughs> Yeah, I've never played Parasite Eve, so I can't really say. <laughs> like Parasite Eve, things make sense for the most yeah, part. Nothing, like, nothing makes sense in this game. Well, it's like bullets kill dinosaurs. In this game, like you are Amir, <laughs> and also that's Amir, and you exist as Harmon. But also, there's that Harmon, and there's another Harmon. Maybe who knows? <laughs> oh, and Dan has been killed five times, but he's still alive, and he's still with you. <laughs> and that's and why I say, never tell me again that Kingdom Hearts <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid are convoluted. <laughs> Metal Gear's not. Um, after you shoot Emir, that's when the game goes goes a uh, flash forward three years, and you end up the credits all roll. And you think you beat the game, but yep. there's a whole nother uh, target. Yes, yeah. I have a big question about this one, Ashley. For what you guys chose, so you go into a level where every time you can always scan all the enemies, and this one you can't scan them; they they're still invisible. You have to, you oh, have to use God. the lock on button. Which uh, fun fact? <laughs> Did you stop playing? I, I totally forget about the lock on button and I just uh, try to aim manually at them. Oh my oh, god. I died, like, I died like three times in that part until I like got really close to the, to the freaking screen so that I could see them invisibly and just point oh at god. them and shoot them. I, I don't know how you did that because there's like 40 there's of them. a lot of them. So uh, with a lot of patience. I thought it was like. <laughs> I thought the game was pulling like a Halo Reach or something, where it was just going to be nonstop enemies until you died. I thought it was like a joke ending. Where it's like, I mean, it's just, not, it's not really forty. It's like, uh, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Maybe like twenty. Maybe like twenty. And maybe like twenty. Feels, but yeah, up until this point, they you all die like three at a time minute. max, and suddenly you're fighting a lot of them showing up yeah. all at once. And also, there's the part. <laughs> there's the part where uh, Amir becomes Super Saiyan, and yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I needed to put a Dragon Ball oh, C reference just wait for till tomorrow. Uh, I'm expecting them later. So I think that's sorry. because um, Kunlan is dead. Kind of. Oh, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So after you shoot all these invisible enemies, you get to a room, and I think it's some guy sitting there. I don't remember who the guy was. And it's, he asks uh, you, Kinjiro oh, uh, Matsuoka. That's like Kunlan's yeah, second hand man. And he gives you a choice to either kill him. And side with the American government, I think, or let him live and side with the Japanese government or something. 
Yeah, if you yeah. kill him, the United States becomes the world power. Um, because the last heaven smile will be gone. If you let him live, then uh, Japan will take over America because, like, the heaven smile weakens America's ability to fight or something. It's, oh, what What did you guys choose? Did you guys let him live or kill him? Uh, I let him live. <laughs> I killed him, but I don't think it... Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change much. Yeah, the, the ending is still going to be the same. The only thing that changes is which country just is in power, up. I guess. The, I shot him in the face. So. I, yeah, I let him I live. Like, I like my Japanese what? games. The game I isn't like called when you... Let Him Live 7. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you go downstairs, though. I mean, I knew it was coming. I well, actually, And then you find out who the who the last Heaven Smile is when you get down the stairs. Uh, yeah, that revelation. It was I, Izaru. I Iwasaru is he was not, actually Kunlung. Yeah, and he's like, and he's the last heaven smile, and you shoot him. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. that's when the actual game ends, and nothing else happens. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> the credits roll. I got up. I went and had had some breakfast. I'm watching <laughs> uh, Halo Forward until dawn, or whatever the hell that crap is. I'm waiting, and then I get back up, and I'm like, "What? Why is the TV still on? Or my computer still on? What?" And then. Apparently it's a hundred years in the future in China and you have to, I didn't, I missed whatever cutscene there was. I just saw Harmon sitting there with a sniper rifle and I shot Kung Lung in the hand and that was the yeah, end of that. It's just literally that. It's just a hundred years <laughs> oh. later in Hong Kong, Harmon Smith and uh, Kung Lung are having the exact same battle that they had in the yeah. first mission after you kill the angel, uh, uh, anime angel thing yeah. where um, Harmon just shoots uh, the sparkling fingers of Kung Lung he catches it and he just goes up flying. It's literally the exact same okay. animation and 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 the uh, Kung Long says, "Let's dance," and that's how it ends. <laughs> you shoot his, and this is like this is the canonical name for that power is it's called God Hand. <laughs> what? I was, oh no! Yeah, I was no. so confused because I kept seeing God Hand and I was like, like the game, like the Mikami game, <laughs> like. Like and Capcom's God Hand, like there's two games that exist with it's, God Hand. It, it's interesting because I <laughs> didn't like Game Informer first play Killer Seven and then they went up yeah. to play God Hand. Yeah, they <laughs> right were like, after that one. <laughs> yeah, they played them like the same time because I think they were both in the Civil War thing they did, and I was like, I no, was like, it, it, was it was this a plan? <laughs> no, it was because Reiner won uh won the the Civil War thing, and he just let the community decide what game. They um they wanted to, people to to vote for for which game uh, they would do as a super replay and it ended up being a tie, so they did both, uh, Killer <laughs> Seven and God Hand. That's so weird because yeah, God Hand exists in both of them. It's, God damn it, the same power. It's so strange. Uh, and it was like because of that coincidence, my mind was just broken for the week. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do anything anymore. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that was the breaking point. Yeah, yeah. The very last sentence is the right point. Uh, now let's dance. God, let's God damn dance. <laughs> All right, you, you guys ready to go to listener questions? Last yes. Memories. Okay. That took us two hours, but we got through I the story not, of Killer Seven. I didn't think. I thought this might be a shorter episode. But I was wrong. Oh, you thought? <laughs> I, you I thought. You thought poorly, my friend. I kept going back and forth. Where I was like, it's either we're either going to just ignore everything and just talk about the gameplay, and it'll be a forty-minute episode, 
No, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna let that happen. and it'll just take forever. People know give two hour episodes. We'll have a few hour episodes coming up. I'm sure next the next one probably only be won't next, be super long. Next week's next week's is going to be like very short. I assume. Yeah, God, I hope so. Okay. Uh, Come on, <laughs> me too, kind of. I gotta edit all you, this. If, <laughs> yes, I know, even I know what what the game is. So, so I so yeah, everyone I, knows it's on Facebook. Oh yeah, it's on Facebook, but you know. The thing, I don't remember what the game is, so... Well, we can hear it a little bit. Okay, yeah. first memory I want to read. Yeah. From Hunter <laughs> Davenport. <laughs> said, I remember seeing this game as a kid in Nintendo Power and being completely transfixed by it. It felt so adult, but also very captivating, especially to some fifth grader <laughs> in central New Hampshire. I feel like Killer7 really captures a part of that generation of games. It was a magical time, for sure. <laughs> It was definitely a weird. I mean, it caught, I mean, I remember when it came out two thousand five. I mean, I was in high school, and I remember it caught my attention, and I ended up buying it and never beat it. But, <laughs> I just, so. re- I just remember seeing it in like magazines and whatnot. And the only thing that that interested me about it, it was, was because it said seven in the title. Because I am obsessed with the, the number seven. <laughs> Why isn't your YouTube <laughs> channel called Seven Mystery Room Seven? Ah, uh, no, I, I dropped that obsession. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, bought, I definitely bought the game. I think I bought it because of like the game informer cover for it, and I liked the cover of the game too. And I was like, I've got to have cover that. Is really cool. And I just never, I just never played it really. Yeah, so. I, I never played it. I never had the intention of playing it either. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks to games, my mom found. Well, we thanks to, to these assholes, I had to play <laughs> this weird ass game. Yeah, that's how I felt last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I felt last week. All right, next um, thing I want to read from Nick. Penny Cook. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and a lot of it is in the surreal story. Yeah, it's surreal, all right? I just love the sort of metaphorical and multi-layered and abstract way it tells the story. Okay, I'll I'll give him that. It's one of those things (laughs) I think is probably not for a lot of people, but for people like me, it may have well, it it may has well have been directly made me for if you know what I mean. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I, I, no, I do not. I was thinking the same thing. I was reading this. Like, am I reading this wrong? No. I... No, I see where he's coming from because I really like. You know, I'm a huge fan of like Twin Peaks and like David Lynch in general, and I like surrealist stuff sometimes. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I. This is one of those games where I feel like if I really, if I really took like um. Uh, month or something, or like I had as a kid, I just played it over and over again. It's probably one of the things I would have just absolutely adored, and I would have been telling everybody about for years. It's like, oh, you gotta play Killer Seven, even though like everybody else probably would be like, oh, that's shit. But I'd be like, yeah, it's crazy. What you do is you just you just have them download this podcast, but here, listen to this. Okay, yeah, listen to this. This will explain everything. And this will explain everything. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to read part of Michael Fleming's what he had had to say. He said, and a lot of you actually really like this game. I mean, I didn't get a lot of comments or likes on when I when I did post this in three different groups, but some people did comment and were like, yeah, I love this game. This game is amazing. <laughs> oh, it's got a following. It's, it's got a and following like, out uh, there. From Michael Fleming, he said, obviously the design is a huge standout. The mix of cell shading and bloody violence was unique. I also love the cast of main and supporting characters. I still have some dialogue st- stuck in my brain. There was a character that said, you're fucked when when, <laughs> when he defeated enemies. That always be my come to mind when killing enemies in any game. Which is Coyote Smith, by the way. And I, yeah, it's I also really like it. You're fucked. And the one guy from Emmanuel said, may the devil have mercy, which is not a question, sir, or a memory about the game. Right. <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you, I've been meaning to tell you, Mike, you should just 
put uh, it's and it's mostly because of my fault <laughs> that you should just name it a uh, listener comments instead of questions. It because might be comments, comments, and concerns. Every freaking week, every time that you say questions or anything, I just put a comment. I don't leave a question. I'm no, like, a lot of people. That's why I changed it because people stopped giving me questions. I said memories because some people have interesting things. But I do have a question. I know we kind of covered a little bit, but now that we're I'm just, almost done with this episode, I'm just going to go in every week. I'm going to be like, "This game sucks." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, from Michael, from Michael Hughes, who actually will be on this, actually going to be on the show eventually. Hey, uh, I would. He said, "I would you, imagine wait. you guys will cover it in normal discussion, but favorite Smith." I, I think we did, but we kind of glossed over it after everything else. So if you're still listening, Con Smith was my favorite, hundred percent. Yep, Con Smith, baby, and Smith. Woo. <laughs> all right, I think that's all I want. He was like Spike Spiegel. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love you how you up too, but I just like the reload time and, of of Con. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, Dan walked around with like the revolver hanging over his back. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, but Con is like easy mode, I guess. In a way, yeah, so yeah. which is why I prefer him. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I, I love my games on easy. <laughs> I go through different stages in games. Like, it used to be I was all about snipers and then some machine guns. I'm on a revolver kick right now, so for right now, it's Dan. <laughs> Game for that. All right, I think <laughs> we should do Shelfer Box. You guys... Sure. All right. Someone said I was waiting. I was like, come on, Stu. Come on, Stu. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking still. I've gone back and forth throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. Still thinking about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's the same problem first. with me. It's... I already have my mind made up. This okay. game is going on the going on the shelf for sure. When I first played it for this Great. episode, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really care for this. I'm like, why the hell did I make us play another horror game? And after a while, it really clicked for me where I didn't want to stop playing because I I would play about one chapter at a time before I would be done for the day usually because I have to go to work or something, and I just really enjoyed it. And I got near the end where I just couldn't stop playing. I just really really liked this game, and I probably don't know if I'll ever play it again just because. Well, one, because it's podcast. And <laughs> two, I have so much stuff I want to play. But this was something else. This is something that I will be, besides plugging this episode, everybody I can, um, telling people that playing this game, like this game is worth your time. And you still, even though we talked all about it, we it may no, it doesn't matter. Like you can still play this game and enjoy it. It doesn't hurt anything. It's not, you're not playing it for the story. You're playing it for the, you know, just because it's fun. It just Trust me, none of the spoilers that we said here, they're they're not gonna make sense to you. Yeah. Uh, if if you eventually if anyone no, it makes sense to me. It. I beat the game this week and I still don't understand <laughs> some of the stuff we said. I was like, wow, I'm pretty educated about this game. So you can't really spoil matter. like surreal stuff is the best part about surreal no. stuff. Surreal stuff. By the way, if we mentioned that this is uh ex game informer um editor Surreal Vasquez's favorite game. Yeah, we did not. Now uh, I, I would like to think that employee. this episode is is for him. <laughs> so he's he's listening uh, to us, explain shit to us because we don't understand. Yeah. Got hired at um, kind of funny, didn't he? It was yeah. no, he, it, um, him and JB Gwaldney are gonna be uh, guest starring uh, this week with Imran. Um, okay, Imran was. Uh, oh, they're just guest starring. Kind of... They weren't hired. Yeah. Okay. But hey, that's how Imran got started. He was a guest before um, he, before he got hired. So who knows? Hopefully. It's been a uh, crazy week for everybody who doesn't know in the, in the Overblood yeah. group of Game Informer because it was the week that the layoffs happened to date yeah. the podcast. So, yep. That's fine. It's been a crazy week all around. I felt bad for them when I heard that happen. I, 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 I cried because I, I have been in this group for almost the beginning, I want to say, and I've just watched every one of them 
each week and all that, and I'm just like, oh, my heart can't handle this shit. Nope. I think I was like I'm, the 150th person to have joined or something. I'm so. somewhere I, near the beginning, too. I don't remember what, I but I know I was early yeah. on, too. I don't remember which which spot I filled, but I know that I've been there for way too long. I just know because <laughs> I, I wanted... know. Like I went, I scroll, I spent a whole like hour basically scrolling down because I was like, when did I join this group? Just out of curiosity, I scrolled <laughs> all the way to the bottom of the members list. I was like, holy shit. There's a lot. Been for like eight yeah. years. Yeah, we could, we could do a whole like, bonus episode just about that Facebook group, by the way, if we wanted yeah. to. Yeah. We should but just do, do, we should just do an Overblood episode. Just do an Overblood. Yeah. Uh, about we that. We could just play Overblood. <laughs> yeah, about that. All right, Emmanuel, how about you, you Shufferbox? Uh, remind me again what Shufflebox stands for because I know that every time you, well, not just for me but for the listeners out there that goes against the wall that you would put your games or books on <laughs> a box is usually uh, usually made out of cardboard a lot of times it has four I'm sorry uh, Shufflebox means shelf if you like the game a lot it's something that you want to talk about something you're proud of you're going to put it on your shelf something that you never want to you don't you're not, you know you maybe liked it but not enough you're going to put it in the box and or you didn't like it at all and just be done with it one yeah. of the you and know. just to throw this out there shelf and box just for our audience, shelf and box doesn't necessarily mean like good or bad. Like if I put yeah. something in my box, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not a game I'd identify myself with. A very good example of that is Mike Albertson last week when he boxed Resident Evil. Yeah, that was a fucking madman. And, and, and this week he shelves Killer Seven. Hey, there's only one game that we've done on this show that deserved to be put in a box and burned. That was Fallout. <laughs> I will fucking hated that game. And it was and that was our sixth episode too. And we were just getting started, and man, we smacked ourselves with some tough games right in that beginning. Yeah. Uh, um, at least now we hang it, Oh man. I'm going back and forth honestly because it was a good game. I really appreciate having played this game because I would have never played it otherwise, um, if it weren't for you guys. For you, Mike. You're welcome. It's your fault. I hate <laughs> yeah, it. it is. Same time. Um, I don't know. There, it's that there's just a lot of elements in the game that I really like, like the duels and the bosses, and well, some of the bosses. Uh, and I sometimes just couldn't stop playing it. But then there's the story aspect and how weird it is, and some of the bosses. And I'm like, ah, I don't think. I think that. Ah, God damn it! I'm gonna <laughs> say box man. I just. I already have. I'm already known as the weird guy that loves Kingdom Hearts and Metal Gear Solid, so <laughs> I can't, can't have, have a, I can't, can't have, have a cube. third, I can't have a third uh, weird ass game to to like be like, hey, have you ever played Killer Seven? <laughs> don't worry, there won't be any sequels. You don't have to worry about that. Though. Oh, thank God, there's no sequels. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, but yeah, it's game. a it's a box for me. Uh, <laughs> as much as I like the game, I there. really don't don't want to be associated with this game. <laughs> I don't be <laughs> the, the only thing that I, if there, the only thing that I want to be associated if, with this game is the phrase "May the devil have mercy." That's the only <laughs> thing that I'll take. That's the only p- thing that I'll put on the shelf. <laughs> All right, Stu, how about you? Okay, um, <laughs> this is hard. This is probably the you're hardest welcome. one I've done so far because you're I. You're welcome. Yeah, like the game. I mean, the game itself is like fairly difficult at times like this game gets difficult um yes it does i don't know if we said that much during the show but it it can get really hard yeah we mostly talked about like the batshit insane story but the game itself can be quite difficult it'd be quite challenging and there's a lot of satisfaction to beating it 
and like visually this game is there's just nothing else that really comes close to it i mean like it goes by just like the weird cell shading mixed with like the really like they do a lot of really bright color work like the they'll have like a very plain palette it'll be like grays and blacks and whites it's like super hot yeah. almost um i guess super hot is probably like yeah one of the, the closest super games to it super hot i Side note: I tried playing that game. I don't like it. <laughs> it's a yes. It's super hot. Like a lot of people talk about it, but it's just like a fun little thing. That's it's not really a whole game. I feel like um, it's like an it's like the best arcade game. But like Killer Seven, I don't know. It's I love the visuals, even even with as dated as they are. And I play I, mean, I played the 2005 version, and I can tell you that the 2005 version is very dated. The Steam is. Looks really good, by the way. Yeah. yeah if if anyone's listening and wants to play this game, just get the Steam version. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, the game. Free. The the GameCube version is anywhere from thirty to like I know forty to fifty on eBay. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Steam is like twenty or fifteen. So yeah. buy the Steam. Yeah, Steam is Steam is like twelve or fifteen. I think, I think it's on sale oh. right now. <laughs> so hey, everyone go to Steam and get Killer Seven. You want it's on sale for like thirty dollars. Hey, should this should be published? This will be published tomorrow. So. Hey, you know, it's just a, I don't know if the sale's still on, but if the sale's still on, go get the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's got like the slightly updated visuals. Um, it's just like they just added like two more polygons, honestly. But <laughs> it looks better. Um, it's yeah, it's just got such a strong like visual theme to it. The story is all over the place, but at times I really like how all over the place it is. I really like how. I like how the story is told at times where it's just giving you very like like glimpses into what's actually going on or like like I want to go back and replay this game now and see how much was like foreshadowed or like kind of hinted at early on because I feel like I missed a lot and I'm sure people who are like diehard fans of this game can for sure name times where it's like oh yeah well like Harmon did this and that's how you know that he was like two people or something um so I'd like to go back and like really dive into the story, like really take time to uh, to appreciate it. I think I think it's going on my shelf, but I think the shelf is hanging upside down, and there's like a slice. <laughs> of cheese We're like getting this again. Oh yeah. boy! I'm putting it on the shelf, but I'm also gonna make the shelf like surreal as fuck. The shelf's gonna be like upside down. There's gonna be like a block of cheese nailed to the side of it. Oh, they're <laughs> gonna be laughing on the yeah. shelf too. I'm going to paint the whole shelf white <laughs> with a single red dot on it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's going on my shelf. You think? <laughs> I think. Yeah, because it's still Killer7. <laughs> I really enjoyed playing this game, and I really enjoyed looking at this game, despite playing the 2005 version that looked like a uh, dog boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, just it, the characters are all so unique and cool, and even when they're not cool, they're so weird and out there that they still, like, stand out. Like, I I can definitely say for sure that I will not forget Travis and uh, Sexual. Our... <laughs> yeah, I, I will have their image in my head for a long time. <laughs> um, I, it's going to take a while for me to forget, like, like half of the weird lines in this game. Where, like, Travis is... Like, like I mentioned, uh, the, my joke coming to the show is one of Travis's lines was, like, um... Like, I can't wait for you to die, and I'll be there when you're dead. We'll be dead together, and I'll be waiting for you with a grin as wide as the truth. And it's such a weird Metal Gear line. It's, like, so <laughs> over-the-top and soap opery. I really loved it. That 
is strange. Very. So yeah, this game is it's going on my shelf, and I'm going to go back to it in the future and really dive in. This is my promise to all the diehard fans. I'm going to go back to it in the future, dive in, and really like soak it all in at some point. Like I had to play it over the course of a week this time, but I feel like I I feel like it deserves more. So it's on the shelf, pending being higher on the shelf. <laughs> it's on the bottom of the shelf. It could go higher depending yeah. on the day. <laughs> it's it, it's it's duct taped to the shelf, hanging it's to the shelf. Duct taped to the shelf. <laughs> it might go. It might go higher up on the shelf in the future. <laughs> okay, that was that was funny. I feel like I didn't get like I didn't play enough of like the other characters to like really love all their um their intricacies. Like I didn't play I mean, Coyote very much. I didn't. Coyote's use... pretty good. I didn't use. Kevin Smith, like at all, I think. Like I only when he was required. Him. Yeah, I didn't touch uh, him. He he's as fast as Con Smith, but I mean, not he doesn't have to reload, so he's not as fast, but he's close. He's yeah. one of the characters they recommend you to use if you're looking for somebody in that style. He can like go invisible and like go through stuff too, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, he's like the stealth character. Yeah, I feel like Kevin Smith. I, I like I want to give Kevin Smith and Coyote Smith um some more time. I used Kaede a little bit. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I should have used her more because she had a really cool like the scope handgun that was really awesome. That was the only one that I didn't for... use that much either. Yeah. Certain parts. I played like a lot of Dan, a lot of Mask. I played a little bit of Con, but yeah, I feel like I want to go back and I want to like experience more of this game. So it's yeah, it's going on my shelf for sure for now. It's... Oh, okay, and and it's... before this episode <laughs> overtakes how long the Parasite Eve episode is, I think it's oh, about boy. time to start wrapping this up. We're yeah. getting close, by the way. Very. <laughs> so, which oh Parasite Eve was our longest? Sorry, I just I so I bought this game used, so I'm looking at the instruction booklet, and it's got like information on all the fucking characters and all the goddamn informants. It would have been so <laughs> nice to have. Oh God. <laughs> It's got like pictures of everybody, like dossiers. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. <laughs> well, we didn't use that either, so no cheating. <laughs> we have the internet. It's okay. All right, I think I'm going to introduce what we're playing next week, since it's also ended up becoming my pick. It actually, was originally supposed to be we were playing Super Mario World to Yoshi's Islands for the Super Nintendo. Hey, a game my mom, a game my mom actually found for me when I was a kid. So I'm oh, excited for it. Oh, isn't this like the, the second time that, that it's happened, that, that it is uh, actually a game your mom found? I think so. They haven't very often. It's coming up later on, too, in Season 3. But <laughs> yeah, the other one was, like, recent, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it Resident Evil? Wasn't no. it? Well, she bought it because I asked her to. Um, this uh, one, Mario's World, I didn't ask her for two. She just bought it for me. She just so, bought, oh, okay. so next week will be officially the first time our title makes sense. <laughs> exactly. I think it has a couple times, maybe. I think there were a couple <laughs> games where our mom had found it. Like Batman. Batman, I think, had found oh, okay. it for Stefan. Yeah, a couple DJs mom had found, too. So. Yeah. She's also the whole reason why this thing is called. Yeah. My mom found. Game DJ's mom found his DS. Or Game Boy SP. Game's DJ's mom's found is, is a harder title to say. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this originally was supposed to be Yoshi's Island DS that DJ had picked, but after he left yeah. the show, I changed it to Yoshi's Island to the Nintendo because well, I want to play the DS version someday, but I, I, I've never beaten Yoshi's Island, even though I had it as a kid and I got, so I'm excited to finally play it and talk about it on the show next week. I've, 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 the version that I've played was the Game Boy Advance version because I've never had like NES, SNES, N64, or none of that. 
I've just had the handhelds for the longest you have a, time. You have so. a PC, so you have everything at your fingertips. Yeah, now I can. Now I can play. <laughs> now I am playing with power. So you can play <laughs> next week. So and I still got platformers. So if I'm angry or not here next week, you know why? Hey, they're save states. <laughs> okay. Isn't Mike the one who doesn't like platformers? What's happening here? He I suck at platformers. I'll play them, but what? I just I'm terrible oh, at them. Oh, I'm terrible the only, too. I'm just gonna be safe dating like crazy. The only platformer I, I like I is uh, Mega Man. That's why I was excited <laughs> to play Mega Man. <laughs> oh, so, I oh. play. I played that the, the, after you guys did the frigging podcast. And, oh, uh, God, those games are so hard. <laughs> uh, I like how the only platformer I like is like one of the most difficult platformers. I can't. Have you, you ever played Mega Man X? You didn't enjoy Me- Mega Man Emanuel. You tell me it wasn't fun for you. That game the was great. The first Mega Man? Yeah. Um, no. Great. I love I love my my boy Mega Man. I love him, but I love Mega Man X. Not the, yeah. the original <laughs> Mega Man. There's just a few oh, of them. I, I, I like. agree. Two is great. One is one is a bitch. I'll never. Oh yeah, again. Mega Man Two is way better than than. Oh, than... It, it's miles ahead. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Before the show, <laughs> anyway, let's stop doing this. <laughs> uh, um, if I want to thank everyone for listening, um, Emmanuel, since you're the guest, you want to, anything you want to plug your YouTube channel? Ah, uh, yeah, you can find me over at youtube.com slash the mystery room X. I do a weekly show uh, called First Strike, where I basically do the same thing as replay, except just by myself because uh, reasons. Um, I, I, I basically just sit down and, and take a look <laughs> at the beginning of, of a video game. Usually it's a movie tie-in game or uh, uh, this week was actually Killer7 that I did just because of this show. Just because of- <laughs> Just because of the of the podcast, um, but I do like other other uh, episodes. It was supposed to be a show just for RPGs, but then I was like, I can do anything, so whatever. I just do every <laughs> any game that I that Never I please. Um, and you can also uh, look for me over at twitch.tv slash the mystery room. Um, I'm gonna be playing Joshi's Island this week because <laughs> I, I I like doing this this whole thing of playing along. Uh, with you guys sometimes, so... You did. You mean you didn't play along last week when we did Resident Evil? Are you telling me you did not play along with that game? I know you love more No, games, I will not. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal. I was supposed to, like, play Resident Evil if my channel got 1,000 subscribers by October 1st, and since it's not even to 600, I'm not gonna play Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we had 1,000 listeners, I'm thinking, everyone, like his channel right now! God. But we don't no. have that. Oh, don't do this to me. I already have Luigi's Mansion ready. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play the That's other. Quite as scary. <laughs> I'm going to play the other Resident Evil game. That, if you play the Nintendo and you um, play the HD version and you play it on modern consoles and you're using a guide, it'll be scary, but it's very, very doable. Uh, one day I'll do it, Mike. I promise well, you. That. One day I'll do it. This show gets big enough. I will make sure you get a thousand back over when the show gets big <laughs> God enough. Damn so. it! One day I will do. We're it. not there yet. I'll do it one day for for you guys. I'll do it one day, but not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> Actually, uh, play two instead. And the devil have mercy. And may the devil have mercy on me. <laughs> but yeah, this week I'm gonna be playing uh Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's <laughs> Island. Uh. You know, to like keep up with you guys uh, since you're uh, doing that episode next. So yeah, <laughs> I did it for Star Fox 64 the other time. No, though that one was just a uh, one episode because I beat it in one sitting. You can beat uh, the game in one sitting yeah. easily. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I took the easy path. Like, oh, come on. And he has, <laughs> and he has safe states. Right over here. No, right. I, didn't use, I didn't use safe states. Oh. I don't. I, I very oh, rarely what? use safe states. Um, That's right, Mike. Emmanuel's better than you. <laughs> no. No. I, no, because I save I, scum like an. No, I'm, I, I'm fine. Okay, Mike uses safe states. I use the almighty power of rewind, like in The go. Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, uh, <laughs> Mega Man. All that jazz, you know. <sighs> all right. Um, if you like this show, you can find more on it. On we're on all most podcasting platforms, like just like you found this episode. Please recommend, share, tell everyone about the show. We want to get more people listening because we got bigger plans that we want to do. Um, after you hear this, there should be a bonus episode releasing this week, but I I promised last week. But due to scheduling issues, it's coming this week. There's more stuff coming too. We'll see. I don't even know what it's going to be yet. I have two different things that might get posted this Friday. Who knows which one? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I'm actually not kidding. I have two different ones. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, <laughs> so please stay tuned. And also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm constantly posting new things on Facebook and Instagram. And also, our, our song came courtesy of Bulby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney, from his EP, Bite the Bullet. The song is a cool kid squad. Please follow Yay! him on YouTube. Link. I said it he did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Yeah, a different way than I normally say it. <laughs> It's a, it's a purposeful running joke. We say it wrong every time. It's definitely not accurate. I don't always mean to. This time I don't. I just say it. I just. Uh, all right. I want to thank everyone for listening. You have a wonderful day. And to go out on a killer seven note, you're fucked. May that uh, have mercy. We haven't done a C fact in a while, have we? All yeah, right. No, we did. We're gonna do oh, one, God. but you didn't do the C fact. Uh, we'll just like week. yell one over the credits as we're going out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>